Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. I told you what happened. Oh shoot. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of We Explain Movies. I'm Kimmy. I'm Kayleen. And I'm Courtney. And this is the podcast where three best friends explain, rate slash review, and decide whether or not to see the latest and greatest or most beloved classics of film. This means each week, two or one of us will explain a movie to the other two or one of us in its entirety. Since this is a center for spoilers, if you haven't seen this week's movie, tune out and tune back in once you have. For other spoiler timestamps, check out our Instagram and Twitter at We Explain Movies. Here's how it's going to go. We're going to start off with what we watched this week, move into some movie-related questions, followed by the explanation, and then we're going to close out with our watchlist ads and recommendations. You're listening to We Explain Movies. And I'm Dakota. Yay! <laughs> yes! That's Dakota! It's a man! A boy! I See, we it. don't hate men. <laughs> oh, you do. I'm just the first one. <laughs> That's okay. We found one we like. Yeah, I'm a good one. Yeah. Yeah. This is our friend Dakota. I can't imagine another one that would be on anytime soon, soon. Another man? Yeah. Never. <laughs> no, like... You have to date one of us for seven years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the criteria for being allowed Pretty on. much just married. Dakota is Kayleen's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. That sounded inevitably like Dakota. a great segue, but can we just, like, barrel to it? Kimmy was like, let's get this show on the... I am, though. <laughs> yes. He's and... here. And, yeah, he recorded and composed our theme song song. Yeah. On his guitar that yes. a bunch of uh, our friends bought him. Yeah, I didn't realize how much I needed it until I got it. That's what I'm here for, anyway. Well, this is a very special, special week. Another guest star, Dakota. We are doing a decom. What? Uh, everyone loves a Disney Channel movie. Does everyone? Is that what they're called? Like, do people actually call them that? Yeah, everybody never does. Heard them that. I didn't Disney know Channel. that, but I also didn't Original. watch a lot of decoms. As I a thought kid. it was like. Something comedy. I don't like. I was oh, trying. To, I, I, mean, I, makes sense. I was trying, but then oh, I re- right. I remembered what freaking horse sense was. Yeah. So oh, that yes. I realized, okay, Disney Channel. Uh, Which, yes. Yeah. Anyway, I've never like even heard of horse sense. I have. Oh, but you've seen a decom, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whole bunch. I've never even heard of Disney. <laughs> yeah. I'm Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, honey. Uh, this is what I watched this week. <laughs> oh, also, what we didn't say, because we're bad hosts, is uh, we're doing horse sense this week. No. Decom's all they need to know. <laughs> uh, and it's Courtney. Because if we tell them horse sense, they might leave. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, well, this way you don't have to rewatch horse sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Courtney and Kayleen are going to be explaining horse sense to Kimmy and Dakota. What did you watch this week? Well, Dakota and I live together, as do you two. Yeah. And Dakota and I are watching Stranger Things, because like I briefly mentioned, he's never seen it. Oh, any of them. He's no, never seen it. Ooh. Yeah, it was kind of one of those like Game of Thrones situations where... I would say I haven't seen that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it just gets so big that like I had to wait for the spoilers to like be told to me and forgotten. I mean, I still like pretty much know all the big ones as it was happening like i was like like he knew bob was gonna die yeah spoiler alert. Uh, babe we're a spoiler filled podcast oh yeah i've seen it all and uh we are watching it we just finished season two so we literally just ended season two yesterday mm-hmm. i mean obviously i knew i was gonna like it like it was never that i was like had no desire to watch yeah. it 
It was just literally I just wanted the hype to kind of go down because I missed the train. I mean, that's fair. I just did. I missed the train. I couldn't keep up with the hype. <laughs> and now it's the perfect time. And and I love it. Yeah, it's like, it's super good. I mean, it's a very, it's such a well-written, nostalgic, perfect type of 80s itself, I feel like, is like really coming back right now. Because the thing, like, there's never, there hasn't been many shows like that. There's been, like, a lot of movies, like, Stand <laughs> By Me, you know, like, there hasn't been one of those in a while. Like, yeah. so it was good. It was, I think it came out at a good time. Um, and, and I already knew this, but rewatching. And the actors are exceptional. Like, the kid actors are so good. Yeah, that's know? that's what I was just going to say, is rewatching it with you, I remember, that, like, there's a reason that the show is so fucking popular, right. because... Oh, yeah. There's tons of shows out there that are trying to make you care about kid actors, but unless yeah. they're this level of good, like adults aren't gonna watch it. It's really good, <laughs> and I'm excited for the third season. I I think I, the second one may have been more fun for me. Like I think I may have liked the second yeah. one. Yeah, um, I, I want... love the second one. Me too. Yeah. I think that because like arguably the best kid actor on the show gets like the as well. Most he just seems really honest still, and I don't think they utilize him enough. Okay. Mm. Can I do my, I guess? Can I, can yeah, I go for it. On? Do you have any more? Huh? No, I'm done. So, my big watch list one that I don't think any of you guys have seen, at least, uh, is a Netflix show called The Stranger. Um, oh. It's like a British kind of mystery. Like, it looks, it's really interesting, but it has that girl from Black Mirror. So, she's really good in it. Um, it's, so, essentially... Her, like, business, side business type thing that I won't, like, go into super hard is she, like, finds people just randomly. Like, they don't know her. Like, she knows, she seems to know everything about them. And she spills a big secret about, like, their wife or their cousin or something. Something that, like, the other person, like, purposely kept under wraps in order to, like, keep the relationship intact or something like that. Yeah. And so she spills it in order, we find out, like only two episodes in, which is why I'm, like, fine to spoil it, that the reason she does that is, like, uh, on the other side of things, she has, like, blackmailed the person with, like, hey, we're gonna spill this info on you that we got uh, if you don't give us, like, money or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that type of thing. So, and she, so her whole, like, MO is, like, secrets, you know, you know, if secrets don't be told, then everyone's living a lie, you know what I mean? So, obviously, like, there's some deep-seated thing with her that makes her, like, think that that's what she needs to do. But that's the main premise of it and anything. But then there's a ton of storylines. I'm not even going to get into it because I was just talking about it forever. It's really good. Um, everything ties together like pretty well. Like nothing is like super, nothing super easy to like figure out. You know what I mean? That's like, fun. I don't, I don't think, I mean, unless maybe you're watching really closely. I don't, I definitely didn't expect like most of the things that happened. And then the other thing I've been watching is Better Call Saul. Oh, you started that up yeah. again? Mm-hmm. I've been watching that, like, I have no real. desire to watch it. I know, but everyone's... Oh, but you've seen Breaking Bad. Yep. Everyone's been, like, most of the people that I know that, like, love Breaking Bad have been, like, not into Breaking... Or Better Call Saul. Or not... Not even not into it, but just, like, it looks so stupid. But it's good it as looks fuck. So literally what Kimmy just did. <laughs> I know. No, but that's what Kayleen does. That's what, like... No, I don't of, think that it's stupid. I'm just... No, not stupid. Watched, I know. I'm being... But we you just wa- aren't interested in it. We watched some, and I said, this is good, but I'm, like, tapering off, so... I know, but there's been four seasons, so obviously it got better. I think better. they just need to stop milking Breaking Bad and let me just no, like but, Breaking but Bad. No, but now, now, there's, like... Then I'm seeing so it. many articles that are, like... 
literally comparing, like, which one is better. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? I've seen neither, but I can already tell you. <laughs> oh, what? Okay, well, come on. No. Uh, it's good as hell. It's so good. And, like, the fact that they have to now completely tie it together with a, a show that everyone knows so well, like yeah. Breaking Bad, you know what I mean? Like, they can't falter anywhere in the storylines. Yeah. People know that shit front to back. Yeah. So now that they're making that show secondary to it, like, they're making up a... This whole show, they have to make interesting with such a set amount of rules. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I just, I appreciate that, but also it, it is interesting as hell. I'm loving it so yeah. far. And I really was, like, with everyone else where I was, like, super uninterested in it. And I'm totally tied in, so. Well, cool. Yeah, I hope it. that it ends in a good way. Yeah, I don't know. Moving into what you and I watched together. Would you like to do that, Kimmy? Sure. It's oh, yeah. a fun surprise. I'm excited. Is it something I know about? Yes. Um, yeah, it's something that we meant to mention the other week, but we totally forgot. And it's a travesty that we forgot because it was just such a Banger. We owe it more to women to have remembered about this one. <laughs> Courtney and I watched the new Charlie's Angels movie. Oh, wow. Oh! oh. And I just would like to say, where'd you watch it? We yeah. bought it. Oh. We own her oh, now. Wow. I would just like to say, screw anybody oh. who thought that that movie was trash. Yeah. What do you think about when you think of a Charlie's Angel movie? Do you think about cinematic excellence? No. No, Sexy you don't. women kicking ass. Yes. yes. It's corny. It's funny. It's tropey. And you get to watch a bunch of hot women being badasses. Wearing disguises. Punching men. Do any the of them? The film literally opens with sexy ass Kristen Stewart in a blonde wig. And she says, I believe women can do anything. And then later, like within the same scene, she rips off the wig. And she says the sexiest line where she's like, I'm just the decoy stud. And then she just punches people for like five straight minutes. That's yeah. all I wanted and I got it. Yeah. I don't know why everyone's all up in arms about it being a trash movie. Are it's, people up in arms about it? It wasn't reviewed one very goddamn well. Thing about but that it movie. wasn't. And, and you know what? They had a twist that, a, like a double twist. Oh, yeah, I did Ooh. not know what was happening. Yeah. It was great. It was crazy. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. That's like good storytelling. <laughs> you know? <I'm> sorry. <laughs> did we walk into this movie expecting James Bond level movie-ness? Okay, but that's no. still just... James Bond level? That's no. the thing is that gets praised way too much and what gets praised even way more than that and just needs to oh, calm down is Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mission Impossible most recently has like a 96% it of It sure does. Does it really? It. Why? Yes. Dude, the newest exactly. Mission Impossible like everyone was like it's like the best movie we ever made apparently it's not it is still just ethan what's his name putting on a stupid mask and flying out of an airplane and how is that any different from what Kristen well because now did? he's old and it's impressive now well you know what now Kristen stewart is banging women and yet they still make her be straight in movies you, you know what was <laughs> lovely is that she was the comedic relief in the in the movie oh really that's cool yeah it's so great. cool to see her not being like I'm the one who's, like, moody and stuff. There was another character who was that, and Kristen was, like, this dorky, just kind of, like, scatterbrained misfit who who had that all the punchlines. It was great. Yeah. That's what it seems like from the trailer. Yeah. I walked in looking for a Charlie's Angels movie, and I got a Charlie's Angels movie, so I don't know why everyone's so upset. <laughs> you know, I had a blast. It was fun. They looked like they had fun doing it. I think they had a blast. Yeah. And, like, like just, like, cool. Thank you, you know? Yeah. Kimmy, what else did you watch? The only other thing that I watched was Mickey and the Bear. Oh, you did watch it? The hell is that? Are you saying this now because you don't want to explain it? No, I don't want to explain it. Oh, Oh, it was Um, not good? Not that it was not good. It it just, well, 
(laughs) It wasn't good and it wasn't bad. And it was like real slice of life um, style movie about this daughter who just turned 18 taking care of her like drug addicted, drunkard, PTSD ridden father Mm. who was a vet, I guess. Mm. And just like kind of like their trailer park dynamic and he's very aggressive and like his fear is losing her so he kind of drives away anybody else who wants to get close to her in like really manic ways like he punches this guy that likes her and like it's kind of about her struggle because she loves her dad but she also doesn't want to be tied down by his antics and wants to have her own life I'm sure you guys won't watch it like she realizes that she can't be underneath him anymore and she leaves home and escapes and hopefully I think plans to go to college if she can or something like that. This movie is just being praised I think overtly so. Like I don't think that there was anything truly remarkable about it. Um, I love that the director is a woman. Also she's like I think 23. Oh Or 24. What production company gave her the money for this? I don't know. I mean... I don't know. I also haven't heard of it, so I don't know that it's being praised that much beyond maybe, like, very small circle of critics. You know, I have a feeling that Leo DiCaprio is in on it a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. It wasn't even that sad. Like, I I even, like, tried to get emotional for a second, and I was like, (laughs) nope. It's just that that she's a very jaded young woman, and she doesn't have a lot of emotions. Everything is really, like, deep-rooted. So, it's, it's, like, it's a very, like, intimate film, But there's not a lot of range for her. Mm. So by the end, we're meant to, like, empathize with her struggle, like, a lot more. It it seemed like a really complicated relationship, which I think is hard to make authentic as an actor when there's so many layers, especially because she's so young and she's also a very new actress. Yeah. Um, So maybe that's what the praise is for. Overall, not a super um, entertaining or cathartic or um, studious film. Well, I'm glad that we didn't end up doing it for the pod then. Yeah. And also just, you wanted to see it, you saw it. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, have you seen stuff? I have. You said you saw Tres Movies. I'm running the show now. Tres <laughs> Movies de Naomi Watt. Wow. Really? Yeah, I had a Naomi Watts week, gang. Whoa. Yes, this is last in uh, what we watched this week. I watched three Naomi Watts movies. I'm only going to talk at length about one of them. Ooh. Then the you other just one. just got on that hype? Oh, yeah. The other one I'll talk about slightly less, and then even before that I'll talk about, like, barely at all, because maybe I'll talk about this more on the podcast for, like, when we answer questions, like, mm. in the far future, but I watched The Impossible, which I've seen many a time. Mm. I've seen that. I love The Impossible. It's her and Ewan McGregor. Oh. Is that? And Tom Holland. And Tom okay, Holland. that's what I was going to guess about natural disasters. Was that a yes. child? Okay. Yeah, he's, he's a baby. baby. Wow. He's 14 and he looks nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, it's yeah, it's about the uh, tsunami that hit Thailand mm-hmm. and it's it's, oh. it's heartbreaking to watch. It's really, really gory as well um, mm. just because people died in that tsunami. Yeah. Um, but... I really wanted to watch it after watching Mulholland Drive, and so I did. Cool. And then beyond that, uh, this was a movie that I've just seen buzzing around a lot on film Twitter and Letterboxd and such, and it actually ended up being available for free on Hulu. It's a film called Loose. Oh! Oh, oh she's in it? She's, she's in, in that? that? Yeah. 
It's spelled L-U-C-E. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I remember that. I, like, oh. wanted to see it at a time, but then it kind of fell off, and I never did. I um, really I liked it. Cool. Yes. Octavia um, Spencer's in it. Octavia Spencer's in it. I really was like, this and the same year as Ma? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was isn't, originally, isn't, right? Isn't she kind of a similar character? I mean, that's what's hard, too, is because she's doing a great job, and her character is not meant to be that, but... And I haven't even seen Ma. Yeah. I still just kind of get the same vibes of, like... You're an older woman obsessed around, with like, this kid. obsessed with, like, a high schooler, and that kind of is the deal with it, but really, it's it's sort of like a we-need-to-talk-about-Kevin situation oh. of, like, the whole movie you're meant to be questioning, is this really a problem, or is it not? Because yeah. she is um, this young actor's teacher, and he is the dream student of the school. He was adopted as a child soldier, by Naomi Watts and Tim okay. Roth, and so the whole thing is, like, amazing that he, you know, lived this life, was adopted at a very young age, and then now at this school is the star athlete, head of the debate team, straight-A student, the dream, and then here comes Octavia Spencer accusing him of possibly being a threat to the school. Yeah. Of he has written a really disturbing paper, I found illegal fireworks in his locker, and the whole thing is really Naomi Watts' character trying to protect her son, but also just the questioning aspect of it of, why were you in his locker? Yeah. Why are you doing this? And right. the, whole time are we on? the whole time we're wondering, is Octavia Spencer just gung-ho for this student? Does she has it out for him? Is he actually a problem? What's going on? And the film really does a great job of not answering a lot of those questions, but of instead leaving it up to the viewer to really examine your own biases and to question what it is you would do in this situation. And so I think it's really commendable for that. And so I really liked Loose. I'm glad that you liked that. Yes. More importantly, I watched King Kong. Ah! Wait, which one? 2005. Oh, wow, okay. Which I've seen before and watched, like, the opening with Courtney. Oh! We watched it immediately after we recorded Mulholland. And I started it, oh. and I went three hours. <laughs> Wait, oh, 2005. Oh, duh. The one with Jack Black. Because Naomi watched it. Yes. Um, Damn, spoilers weird. for King Kong, but I was not expecting Jack Black to be a dick. Mm. I oh, thought I was yeah. supposed to be rooting for him, and nah. instead, look who's the villain. Yeah, look he's who, like the main villain. Look, and yeah. he doesn't even become a nice guy at the end. No, he starts out nice, and I'm really yeah. rooting for him, and just, uh, like, I took a little bit of notes during it, but... He's you too know, greedy. he's he's too greedy. He says horrible things like he's just a dumb animal. He doesn't know anything, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. the one capturing Kong. I mean, oh, the signs were there all along. He traps Adrian Brody on the boat, mm. yeah, and then sets it off. Like Adrian Brody is like, gotta go, and that's when he distracts him, and then the boat leaves, and so Adrian Brody is stuck on the boat. But he says to him, "There is no money in theater." And then what is he doing by the end of it, but making his fortune in theater by yeah. showing off Kong, Kong in the theater. And I was like, oh, you're awful. You're just the absolute worst. Yeah. And and I just really, really enjoyed um, the parallels of him to Naomi Watts' character and just what it means to actually be an artist and to have compassion and to want to tell a story versus somebody who's just in it for the fame and the money. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously... And doing anything as, for it. Right. And as David Lynch said, like, that's the most iconic role you can get is to be the woman in the hand of King Kong. And mm-hmm. I just, I loved that. But to to use the beautiful color palette that they did and to have it be my favorite shot of the movie and I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, yes! And then they kill Kong. That's how it goes. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I love King right? Kong. Right? It's a great Kong. It's a great Kong. Um, 
it it gets you in the feels. It's got so much heart to it. Does he still hold it's up iconic. as far as his look? He yes. does. The number one thing that stuck with me as a kid. This is probably. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, it makes sense that like I like this that this movie came out when it did because mm. all the parts are like I stuck with me were like very much like eleven year old boy like yeah like when King Kong like literally like rips yeah. the T Rex's like mouth in oh, half. And I just remember me and my dad would be like, Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> so Look cool. at that big monkey. Yeah big old monkey fight tiger T Rex. Oh yeah. My first note was dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah dinosaurs, yeah dinosaurs. T Rex Dinosaurs <laughs> T-Rex everywhere, like four of them. Yeah. Actually, a lot of dinosaurs. There was, more there was dinosaurs. a lot. There was Brachiosaurus. Jack Brack keep having to run away from dinosaurs. It was like Jurassic Park mixed with King Kong. Which was your second note? Centipede! <laughs> no, because you guys had talked at length about that. Dumbledore! I <laughs> what? Um, there's definitely a line where Jack Black is filming a dinosaur, and he says... Get this on film. Nobody will ever believe it unless we do. And oh, I was no. like, I don't believe it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a rough line. Gotcha. But otherwise, really, really a great film. And I would have been nice to you, King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to questions for the week. Oh. Questions related to horses. Horses. <sighs> you can make it one word if you want. Horses. Horses. First question. It's an obvious one. It's one we've wanted to do since we started this podcast. Literally, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Disney Channel original movie? <laughs> AKA DCOM. What's your favorite DCOM? That's what you guys wanted to do from the beginning. I kind of feel like we should only be allowed know, to have one answer and then honorable mentions at the end. My favorite DCOM is one I don't think anyone cares about. Oh. But I love it so much. It's Miracle in Lane 2. Whoa. Is the one where about, like, box car driving? Soapbox. That. <laughs> the one where Frankie Muniz is in a wheelchair. Frankie it's a Muniz. true story, based on oh, a true wow. story, about Justin Yoder, who was a soapbox derby racer. I did watch that one. I, I did not. love it. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's a really amazing, and it's got, you know, they all have a dark twist. Yeah, of course. This one's a bit more obvious because he, um... It, it never really goes into depth about the disease he's suffering from, but he's he's been in a wheelchair his whole life. He's had a number of surgeries. He can't do any sports. That's so sad. Uh-huh. And so he's always in and out of the hospital, and his older brother, who is the star athlete, it's really sad because you think, you know, the sad thing would be Frankie Muniz watching his brother being the star, but instead it's the older brother never gets his parents' attention, and his oh, parents yeah. never come to his games because Justin's always sick. Yeah. And it's like really heartbreaking when he wow. has his whole meltdown. But eventually, Justin finds the thing that he wants to do, which is soapbox racing, where hmm. you're just sitting in a car, but the whole point of the sport is the design of the vehicle and the steering of it and all that stuff. And so him and his dad get really into it. It's a really beautiful film. I've never seen it. Oh, I love yeah, it so much. I just like vaguely remember I I saw him everything like, rolling down like... the hill. Yeah. Same, same. <laughs> And yeah. then there's one really dramatic one where he unfortunately has like a seizure in the middle of it and he crashes Whoa. it in the middle of a race. Yeah. And he has to be rushed to the hospital. <laughs> Put it it's on. one of the more dark ones. Yeah, and it is actually pretty dark. His next door neighbor is the one who like coaches him and helps him to make it, but it turns out his daughter died. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. And Wow, never mind. <laughs> Miracle in Lane 2. No, none of you would steal it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, anyway, the reason I'm only going to say one is because my honorable mentions would probably be stealing, but maybe not. 
Okay. So I just, I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm taking Smart House. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my true honorable okay, mention. Okay. Smart House, I'm picking because it's just the one that after all these years has stood out the most. Yeah. There's a handful mm-hmm. that stand out a lot, but that one stood out the most. And we watched it since having Disney Plus and unlike some movies, <coughs> the 13th year, this one really holds up. It holds mm-hmm. up. It is an amazing movie. I was still yeah. very impressed and got emotional when his dad is when he and his dad are yelling at each You're other. You're not the only one who lost someone, Ben. <laughs> that part. You're not the only one who lost someone, Ben. I was like, whoa, tears are coming. Whoa. <laughs> Easy there, tears. <laughs> whoa, baby, whoa. So that's Smart House. I want to say that my number one, probably like the one that I liked the most as a kid at least and probably the one that i still i haven't watched in a long time and i need to is johnny tsunami oh see I not my ma- i knew the male would pick yeah that. exactly it totally the was male. i'm not even gonna lie so like brink i'm hardcore pointing at brink dakota is. right now i what knew you brink? would pick that <laughs> brink and johnny tsunami were like dude sport movies yeah what no, totally. happens dudes then, being bros no, guys no, okay. being men but i lived in san diego you don't have to understand johnny <laughs> tsunami was yeah, the pinnacle of what a san diego teenager could be Wait, what was he the was... girl one called? Uh, Rip Girls. The Rip Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. I actually loved Rip Girls. I thought about making out a romance. Johnny Tsunami is everything that I could have been as a kid if I wanted Aww. to be. Like, I mean, I, and I had friends that were like Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, so I was like five, and I was like in San Diego, and I like never surfed, or I still haven't ever snowboarded. Oh. But like... Everything, like, he... Okay, so, I, find, I don't know. Have you guys seen Johnny Tsunami? Of course. No, I, haven't. I haven't seen it all the way through because I thought it was boring. <laughs> okay, so Johnny Tsunami is the surfer who moves to Vermont because his dad gets a job or some shit. I don't know. I'm like uh, As they do. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. I think of the, like, description of the movie, I remember, like, in the teaser, there would be like, when Johnny Tsunami moves from Hawaii to Vermont, a place that's totally lax in tubes or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, something like that. Like, because there's no beach in Vermont. Go straight tubes for the slope. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, seriously. It's like, what's the next closest thing? And so, like... What's then, the next closest thing? Yeah, so I, he's, like, used to... I'm pretty sure... I, again, I haven't seen Johnny Tsunami in a long time, but I'm pretty sure the thing was, like... That he sounds was, like, like the whole movie. He was, like, hotshot... No, no, no. He was, like, hotshot surfer in Hawaii... He moves to Vermont. There's like a new hotshot snowboarder in oh, Vermont, no. and he has to learn how to snowboard and be better than him mm. because that's, I guess, what guys do. We just have to be better than each other all the time. <laughs> um, so anyway, but yeah, it was totally exactly the guy sports movie. I yeah, was real. Yeah, yeah. That was like, my, I mean, I'm still a big sports fan and everything, but like that was like when I was like still like had aspirations of maybe being a baseball player and, like, football player and stuff. That so makes sense like, for yeah. boys to like that movie. But also, yeah, Jonathan, <laughs> and also I think we watched it in school, so I thought it was cool. Oh, interesting. Like, our second grade teacher, like, just, like, put it on one day. And That's we're, like, absurd. <laughs> cool, <laughs> a Disney movie, cool, a Disney movie in class, sweet. Yeah, but again, elementary school in the 90s. Like, I think yeah, that your was teacher like, was like, we read Island of the Blue Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was, like, the John Delaney thing where she's like, I'll put on a movie. Yeah, exactly. To be honest, sure. we do that a lot. <laughs> sure. I'll show a video. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kimmy. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll get some flack for this, but oh. I have not really seen that many DCOMs in my life. Okay. Neither have I. It's okay. But this one was impressionable. 
why would we give you a flag? I'm so I don't so know what worried. I'm asking if she's going to steal my honorable mention. Uh, my answer is pixel perfect. Oh, Fuck you, Kimmy. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to give her a flag. You can have her. Pixel <laughs> perfect. You can have her. I have no idea what that is. It's like, it's like. It's really, Phil of the Future yeah. with oh. pixel chick. There's two girls in it who are like vaguely familiar and similar in a way. As far as I remember, they need a singer for a band. <laughs> and none of the people who try out are good enough, so Phil of the Future creates a pixel, <laughs> a pixel woman so to be the, front, the leader of the band. And she's really good, but then she starts developing like desires and consciousness and stuff. And she wants to be something greater than her, an like AI. Like Smart House? <laughs> and like Pat. At the end of the movie... Like the girl who's like the real the the real she's a real girl. <laughs> she she like get, gets knocked out or something like that, and she's like in a coma, and so but then they like take the opportunity to put the pixel girl's consciousness inside her body oh. so that she can go outside, and then like she can feel the rain. And I just I remember that part. Yeah, and Whoa. I just remember being Sounds like, like later in twenty forty nine. Oh my gosh, Denise, you stole! <laughs> but then, oh, but then she gets electrocuted by lightning and. and the, <laughs> oh my god, Denise, you stole! Right? The, the pixel girl goes out into the universe or something like that, and then the real girl wakes up and, and it's fine and they kiss and stuff like that. The two girls kiss? <laughs> no, no, Phil of the Future Disney. kisses the girl. <laughs> Progressive. I know. Kiss what is this, Prometheus? What's the one where they kiss? It's not Prometheus, it's the one after that. Um, Alien Covenant? Is it Covenant? I didn't see Where Covenant. Michael Fassbender kisses himself? I just remember watching that movie and having that be kind of like one of the first instances where I was like considering my own consciousness <laughs> <laughs> and like my soul in it a way. It was the early Black Mirror. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> the early Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. And like, do AIs, like once they reach a certain amount of intelligence, count as human beings? Like, shouldn't anybody who want desires be able to be fulfilled? And God, I just... didn't you watch <laughs> I, Robot Kimmy? Yeah, wow. the day Kimmy wrote the screenplay for Ex Machina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I was just like, ouch, my, my feelings. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about some honorables, yeah? Yeah, honorable mentions for this. My number two has to be Halloween Town, because... That suits you. God, yeah. it's just so good, and every it time I good. watch it, it's a blast. We just watched it at the Rooftop Cinema Club. Such a blast. How fun. Uh, and then I'll just stop it at Motocrossed. I love that as a cop. <laughs> Which was the original She's the Man, or if you'd like to think of it this way, it's more like the first retelling of Twelfth Night. I love the nail polish scene in that, where it's like, yeah. nice nail polish. It's, it's because it's like, why is that tampon in your nose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what Shakespeare intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mom's got a date with a vampire. Ooh, that's spicy. Nope. You never seen Super that? spicy. It's a chick from Sabrina. It's just a great movie about what if your mom dated a vampire. <laughs> Fair. And it's got all those wonderful tropes of like the kids are watching their mom about to go on a date with him and they're like waiting for them to leave for their date and they, they look in the mirror and they see he has no reflection. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And there's like slow-mo shots of his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I feel like like a part of me just has to say this because otherwise like why do I exist? I don't love it, but it's the only freaking decom I ever had a poster of hanging from my bedroom wall. It's High School Musical. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. You got. I mean, that was on my honorable mentions. It just like that list went on too long. But that was yeah. like 
one that I remember gearing up for and yeah. getting excited about. And it came out and I watched it and I was like, this is my life. <laughs> it wasn't. I wished it was. That was my life. I never kind watched of. it. Whoa. Like, you've still what? never watched it? No. Damn. That's gonna be I even the next like, we explain. I've probably <laughs> watched <laughs> the last musical like four times. Yeah, because I was like somewhat like him a little bit because I was always like the sports, sports and theater guy. guy. Yeah. I like in, in high school I had to pick between football and theater. Yeah. I wish I were a Gabriella but I was for sure a Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I even like I, I I would say I more desperately wanted to be Sharpay. Well, yeah. Her mm. solo in Stick to the Status Quo. <laughs> oh. Amazing. Yes. I want to be cool. See I know it. Yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous and I didn't even like it. Can oh my gosh! No, I I loved it. I just feel like now it doesn't hold the place in my heart. These other ones do because yeah, because it's, it's we were a little older. I don't feel like I was that old because I had a poster. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean def- we well we weren't old, but no, I just we were mean, the other ones like I watched on repeat because I was a kid growing up okay. with them existing. Whereas uh, this one, like I was there when it came out. I remember being hyped for it coming out. Yeah. I would say more so instead of just like I was too old for it is that uh, the sequels ruined it for me. Mm. Oh, I never I, saw them. Oh, yeah, exactly. I had. Oh no, I watched two. Yeah, I had a friend who, <laughs> because we were all so into it, her birthday party was the premiere one, of that yeah, night yeah, yeah. of two of two. Wow, that and, was definitely a thing. And we all, it was a big party. And as I'm I mean, sitting you there, can't sleep on bed on it. Go yeah, on. I, I was watching the freaking songs for it, and I immediately was like, I'm ready to go home. Mm. Oh this God. is not as quality. I don't yeah. know if this counts as a decom, but I love the Xenon movies. Oh, those Kimmy. are decoms. <laughs> those yeah. are is that those are decoms. <laughs> love Xenon. Do you have more? I don't know. No, that's it. Z- just Xenon. I, that I you don't didn't know if this counts, know. but one of the most iconic details. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, no, that's so. a really good one. <laughs> Second question. It'll take less time than the first because yep. this, is, this is much simpler. Favorite movie where a, quote, douche turns into a, quote, nice person. A quote, douche. <laughs> I think that, I mean, a guy that is... Not particularly seen as nice, at least, even though we do find out later that there was reasons for him being this way, mm-hmm. is Snape, because oh, yes. there's no real indications of him ever being a nice guy. Like, I mean, maybe there's little hints and things, like, thrown in there. Yeah. But, like, for the most but part... But you don't get any backstory no, for, for a long time. Right. For the most part, you're just meant to... He's just meant to be a douchebag. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, in, like, a movie, at least the way that I can remember. I have to, like, refresh, and you guys are much better at this than me, so correct well, me Well, we're watching them with your little brother right now, so That's you'll true. be corrected soon. But, I just mean, like, I feel like it took until the sixth movie, and then, like, all of a sudden, literally, like, all of Snape's veil was, like, cleared in, like, a movie. Like, everything mm-hmm. was, like, flipped. Like, he became... And obviously, he became... The, he, like, even, like, him killing Dumbledore was slightly heroic. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? He's yeah. saving Malfoy. Right, saving Ryan. Malfoy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, uh, but, like, the th- but you don't know that when it happens. Right. So that's what I mean. It's, like, it's such a good, like, it was very well written, which is why it's one of my favorite ones. Because yeah. it took so long for them to finally give you even a hint that Snape was, like, somewhat nice. Yeah. Like, otherwise he was just a complete asshole. I was, as an honorable mention, really quick, we don't, I won't even go into it, is if you guys, I don't think anyone knows, that's why I was going to say it, was oh. Red from Pineapple Express. He's, like, friends to both sides, okay. and, like, essentially, he's just one of those guys, like, whoever, like, is more beneficial for him at the time, he's, like, their best mm-hmm. friend, but, like, by the end of it, like, he, he's essentially just gone back and forth so much, and, like, every time he picks one side, they end up just kicking the shit out of him. 
And so, like, then he'll pick the other side thinking it's, like, the right choice, but then they'll just kick the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And it's the funniest. So, eventually, he just gets... I know it's not, like, what we were talking about anymore. Like, he, he gets kind of kicked the shit out of himself into being an, the hero at the end. Yeah. He literally saves everything. But, like, the entire time, he's just... It, he was kind of forced into that role. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Snape was not. Who wants to... I think I'm going to go next. Oh, yeah. So, Are anyway, I that? don't know if any of you guys had Snape, but I'm sorry. I didn't have Snape. Cool. My honorable mentions would be, because we're in the Disney Universe Camp Rock, <laughs> because Whoa. Joe Jonas <laughs> has to be a nicer boy... <laughs> That's honestly very horse sense of you. <laughs> it's so, very horse sense. Yeah. It's that kind of character development. I think if you're just looking for, for like, men who have it all, and then suddenly they're like, some people don't have it all. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly they're on a horse. <laughs> or they realize. Or they're at camp. Yeah. Um, okay, my other honorable mention is Happy Death Day. Oh, and although this what? character does have a little bit of trauma that is causing her to be a douche, the point of the movie besides it being a horror comedy is that she's like kind of a shitty person who doesn't care about anybody and then uh at the end she's nice and cool and awesome Mm -hmm. my real answer is thor from thor oh yeah because he is very much it's it's basically camp rock Thor is like, I am the god. Make <laughs> your letterbox review. Give me is your fast. Camp Rock? Yeah. It's Thor going, I'm the god of everything. And then he goes to Earth and goes, me, god. And they go, no. And he goes, sad. Give me your finest horse. Yeah. And like a ho- at a dog shop. And then at the end, he iconically is worthy of his hammer again. Yeah, you have to be. You can't. You have to. You be. can't be Joe Jonas. <laughs> you have to be Demi Lovato. <laughs> Only Demi can wield the hammer. <laughs> she can, I bet. Yeah, that's my answer. Cool. My answer is Brittany Murphy's character in Uptown Girls. Oh. Yeah, she's. I would call her a douche. She's kind of uh-huh. shitty. She's like <laughs> not. She's irresponsible. She's materialistic. She doesn't have good like, life skills, and she doesn't have a lot of, like, responsibility for herself and her well-being as well as other people, and by the end, she learns to have that responsibility and care about others outside of herself. Yeah, that's true. I've never that's... seen this movie. All I know is that Courtney's upset. That's one of my favorite movies, and that's one of my favorite characters, so I just feel like someone's calling me irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> and saying that I don't have good life skills. Isn't she, like, like... Super drunk she's, and like she's Joe Jonas, sure. <laughs> and she she makes no, bad think, choices yeah. for herself because she thinks that's what's gonna fulfill it's, her. It's her naivety, and she's very privileged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she no, that's loves a good answer. clothes more than people. Like, isn't she super obsessed with that jacket? Stop being mean to her. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she no love more clothes facts. more than but, Dakota Fanning? No I more think facts. The, the best part is that when she goes to meet that rock star, star guy that she's super into and she realizes that that's not the thing that fulfills her anymore yeah. and that it's all been such a stupid, you know, fantasy and what really matters is her relationship with Dakota Fanning. Aww. And family. Yeah. Okay, um, my answer is Tom Hanks's character in a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I specifically was like, boom, you. Uh, Tom Hanks's character in A League of Their Own. Oh. Because oh, he's, seen. he starts off as the baseball coach to the All-American women's uh, baseball team. And it's the first, it's the inception of it when all of the men are away at war. So 
America now has to deal with the second best yeah. of the American baseball teams being all women, and he's normally a male baseball coach, and so as soon as he gets his team of women, he becomes, like, they all meet him, and he is completely wasted, Oh, and he doesn't care at all because they're stupid women, and so he's their baseball coach, and he's drunk, and he falls asleep during the games, but then he realizes they're actually amazing, and Gina Davis and him have this wonderful back and forth. He's got that iconic line of, there's no crying, crying in baseball. baseball. Oh, that's from that? It's yeah. from that. Oh, cool. Oh, because so that's crying. when he's yelling at a woman, when he's like screaming at a woman, and he's like, are you crying? And she starts crying, and he's like, there's no crying in baseball. That's funny. Uh, but eventually he becomes a really strong baseball coach, and he is he's understanding and that these women are talented, and they do have skill, and that they should be And that women are people, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. Um, and so, yeah, his character, I think his name's Jimmy. But cool. Tom Hanks in a League of Their Own. Jimmy. So then the last thing to do, if we're done with, yes. we're doing Whoa. predictions. Kimmy, you didn't watch the trailer yet. No, I I, I, I don't think I need to. I Dakota already told her. Yeah, Dakota something. Okay, let, me do, let me do the trailer one more time. Yeah, Dakota, this is okay, Dakota's so interpretation of the trailer. What do you get when you get a city slicker on a horse? <laughs> and then he goes up to a kid and he goes, hey kid, those are some gross ass boots. You gotta get some nice boots. And then he falls over a fence. <laughs> There you That's go. It. <laughs> so this is not a jockey movie. No. no. All right. City Slicker has to go and stay with his cousin in Montana. Okay. Oh, he, see, that's more information than So I tell knew. me the circumstances of why and how and, and what. <laughs> I think that he had a big old house party in his parents' house. This is Whoa. really, this is a good what? starting Gonna point. Gonna have a house party <laughs> in my house. Come to, on, round your block. Come get it. Do I have to agree with this? No, no. this is my <laughs> no, prediction. You say your own stuff. You've listened to every episode. He's just really spoiled, and he doesn't have, like, morals and values like a good kid should. <laughs> And so, because of all this destruction from the house party and stuff, and maybe he doesn't care about school very much, he's sent away to go live with his cousin to learn some responsibility. Yep. I mean, that's not what happens, but no. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, should I just stop that? Apparently no, that's right. No, I'm still going. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is how it goes, Dakota. Welcome Where's the to twist? the big leagues. Yeah. Okay? You have to you're lay the in, twist down. You're not a listener anymore. <laughs> so, he gets to the farm. And he is really judgy about everything that goes on with the farm. Okay. He doesn't want to scoop the poop. <laughs> he doesn't want to feed the... He doesn't want to lift the hay bales. He thinks everything's disgusting and gross. And why don't we hire, you know, handlers to do all these things? Why should we? And then the, the grandma, who's played <laughs> by Sissy Spacek, <laughs> says, you gotta learn... You gotta learn the value of hard work, son. And soon enough, he realizes... Does this kid not have a mom? They didn't go with him. <laughs> oh. They just set him. Okay. Then he realizes that the cousin is getting all these accolades from horse showing, you know, <laughs> rodeoing Whoa. or something. And he's like, well, if show. you can do it, it shouldn't be so tough. So he has to endure all the hard work and realize that he has an appreciation and a passion for the horses. And he really, like, gears up and starts doing his part. And then he has to get in a competition 
But also, Dakota, we have to think if you agree with all my stuff. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think he does. I don't does. agree with one percent of this, so what? I need to like. Okay, and in the end, he... actually, that's not true. I like how she's like Dakota. You're on board for all Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dakota, you and I right now need to come up what happens in the last two minutes. <laughs> no, 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 I was gonna say we need to come up with something tragic that happens because that's always part of it. No, I have and my I tragedy. say, no, I say that it's <laughs> it's. That he was acting out at his home because his parents are busy workers and are never there for him, and all he wants is his parents' approval and appreciation. Is this also the preppy like, one or the other one? No, just the preppy one. Okay. I don't care about the other one. Oh my god! <laughs> the other one doesn't have a tragedy. The twenty-five-year-old rich boy. He's just a supporting character. He's there for comedic relief and supporting oh scenes. Okay, and then so this kid joins the show, hoping that his parents will. See what a good horse rider he's become. <laughs> and they finally come to the show, and he gets in second place. But his parents finally say, we're proud of you. So just like Ford v. Ferrari. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kimmy. Yeah. How old do you think Preppy Boy is? No, that's not the question you can ask me that. I'm 15. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I can Kimmy, do what I want. I think Kimmy needs to watch the trailer. She's just going that's off his impression. That's what I'm saying. Gee, Should I watch like a 25-year-old man? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me watch the trailer now. That nope, too late. Nope, that's it. No, I'm not going to change anything, but I just want to see. So that you can I'm gonna, see that he's not 50 I'm going to give you exactly, just, if you just hold let on. me give my prediction, wait, it's wait, exactly just, the, what the movie is. Just let so. me do okay, 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 hold, hold on, hold on. 16-second <laughs> homework assignment. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Oh, God, he's 30. <laughs> oh, God, he's 30. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kaylee, they do that. I mean, the rest of your predictions really don't change, but no, he's yeah. not 15. Okay, so, so instead of like a 15-year-old throwing a house party, a 20-something. Yeah, it's a 30-year-old man sort of throwing. Uh, he's, not, he's probably 30 in real life. He's not 30 in the movie. So the tragic thing isn't the parents at all. <laughs> no. Well, it's too late. It's on to Dakota. Poor no. Sense is a wholesome movie about Jonathan, the businessman. And he lives in the hills of Beverly Hills. The hills of Beverly. I like the hills of Beverly. And, I, and so he is not 30, but he sure looks it. He is really, he's probably well, supposed to be like the cool 18-year-old or whatever like that. He's 18? Look, it's a Disney, it's a 90, look, uh, it's a Disney Channel original movie in the nineties. Like, true. Yeah, you know, Don't what I mean? like, it was like forty. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Greece. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I do think that it's some sort of like he comes from a rich family or something or other, and like his cousin Ned or whatever, like the little fucking nine year old out there, oh, like good name. you know, <laughs> I mean, like his cousin Ned, like there, there's two sides of the family. There's like, I mean, he's obviously grown up privileged or something and he is grown up with a privileged family and maybe he's still living at the house. Like after he's being a little older, like 19 or 20, maybe okay. still living at the house in the nineties. That's too old to be living at the house, I guess. So they send Jonathan out to Montana or wherever it's to Montana. be with it Ned. Is it is Montana. To be with Ned and that side of the family, he I this is where I agree with Kimmy. I agree with Kimmy that he did not like to pick up the hay bales, and he did not like to milk the horses, and he did not like. I'm sorry, I said scoop the poop. No, I was getting to scoop the poop, and so Ned, little Ned, is so little, little Ned as is we call so him. happy that his cool older brother from California or well, his cousin. cool sorry his cool older cousin from California is coming into town. 
and he thinks that they're going to be best friends and he's going to teach them all about horse sense. Look, Jonathan, you might not have <laughs> all that I have. <laughs> I, you might have city sense, but I got a little thing called horse sense. <laughs> and so that's the name, that's the first title drop. And then, <laughs> later when his disapproving parents come to watch him race he goes well no horse yeah at least one other time when he finally acquires horses <laughs> and then then the, the horse neighs horse no <laughs> horse sense. are you mad horse Horace whispering in your ear with its big old yeah, mouth. Those would be its dying words as you try to milk it. <laughs> so anyway, that whole dynamic happens and that whole like situation ensues where he's like, I don't want no horse sense. And that's like... <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Town situation. Oh, actually, in our family has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, and so, finally, he's so sick of hearing about horse sense. He's like, <laughs> "I don't look, Ned. I have fucking horse sense. Stop talking to me about it. Watch. I'll get on this horse. Gets on this horse. The horse throws him over a fence. Over a fence. The one fence. Yeah, that was the trailer. So anyway, from then he realized he does not have horse sense. So he needs. To learn horse sense in order <laughs> to... <laughs> horse sense, like, as an attainable thing. It's not like the force, like you're learning how to use the force. <laughs> May the horse sense be with you. <laughs> it's an attribute oh, you acquire. Shit. It's made the horse. with you. Yes, it's an attribute you acquire. May the horse be with you. The universe bestows it upon you event- eventually. But, um... <laughs> May I the like, horse sense be with you and also with you. Yeah. That's the best thing. I don't know how acquiring oh. horse sense um, helps Jonathan. Like, that's where I'm excited. Kimmy is like, like crying. Like that halfway point. So we're just like, like has magical powers. <laughs> but, when you, you get the horse's mind. I'm sorry. My question yes. is way more practical. Well, no, because then it's going to, yeah, then it'll turn into something like the 13th Kimmy, year. your favorite decom was Pixel Perfect. <laughs> and then the next one was Xenon, Girl yeah. of the 21st Century. Which wasn't, which may or may not have been a Disney original movie to It you. was. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so, that's I mean, enough. that's it. I mean, he acquired, Yo. I mean, then they go through a montage of him acquiring horse sense with Ned, where, like, he sucks at riding a horse, and then... By the end of the montage, and it's the '90s, so it's in sync, like oh. playing, or something, or like. I wanted that name. Yeah. <laughs> name like a horse. <laughs> God damn it! So fast. That was Keelan level that was good. But literally, from from never seeing the movie, Kimmy's Kimmy's story is more accurate than anything I can come up with I have this a question part. yo do any horses die in this movie I would assume we don't want to say I feel like the horse is gonna die Ned teaches him horse sense and then his horse dies guys he absorbs what do you think, its Kimmy? horse sense <laughs> I don't know what you're saying I think that's good though yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean there can't be much more beautiful alright let's get into this let's, <laughs> let's <laughs> okay. talk okay so First note that I have is that uh, when looking on IMDb for fun facts, and also, yes, I did look other places. There are no fun facts. IMDb had three. (laughs) 
All of which we caught ourselves while watching the movie. Oh, I've that's asked such a, lot a shame. Of, I've asked a lot of people about <laughs> this movie. Or we're very smart. Um, so I wrote a little timeline of the Lawrence brothers. Do you want to share it? Do you want me to share it? You go for it. I'll chime in on the third bullet point. <laughs> okay. So I made a little timeline just to kind of recap their fame and like what was big because I didn't know who they were before. Uh, yeah, I have a question. How? Why are these guys so? Yeah, why are, they, why are they? Like, why are they, they like the you? Jonas Brothers? Are they like they were like the OG Jonas Brothers? Oh wow, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Joey and Matthew. Joey is the oldest. Matthew is the middle child, and Andy is the youngest. So Joey and Matthew started on a show called Give Me a Break before Andrew, aka Andy, was even born. Uh huh. Yes, because here are their age differences. Joey is only, he's the oldest. Oh my gosh, he was born on 420. <laughs> Joey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Joey. Blaze it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Matthew was born on my dad's birthday. Blaze it. Blaze it. <laughs> Joey is three years older than Matthew, so they're respectively 43 and 40. And then Andy, who is much younger Still and, nine. and not born on my dad's birthday, <laughs> is. Uh, only 32 years old, so wow. he is... Eight el- years younger. Yes, or 11 years younger than... I'm sorry, 12 years younger than his uh, eldest. eldest brother. And, that, yeah, and they're the yeah. two in the movie, right? The oldest and the youngest? Uh-huh. Oldest and the youngest, yes. Yeah, okay. So, Joey and Matthew were on that show, Give Me a Break. The, okay, so my second bullet point is not that interesting, but basically Joey and Matthew have both been singing since they were kids as well. They oh, okay. like were both big in the singing scene as well as the acting scene. Third bullet Serious point. JBs, Jonas Bros. Yeah, they really were. I don't think they had like a kid band, but they just sang a lot. And then the third one, I'll let Courtney say because it was the reference she was just talking about. What? In in a very long segment that will for sure be cut. Because yeah, we the, the listeners in here. <laughs> we were testing the uh, quality of the microphone. Joey, the eldest, voiced Oliver in Oliver and Company, wow. and that is Dakota's what? That's how, my favorite, probably at least top three favorite Disney movies. Yeah. Top three for me as well. Yeah, at sure. least. And I mean, there's some, there was some point in my life where it was my number one, for sure. Like, yeah. growing up, like, that was straight up so like, my go-to. So you didn't know it, but you loved Joey Lawrence. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, so he's <laughs> he was the it. little voice of Oliver. He yeah. was Oliver, yeah. That's cute. I didn't hear you guys talking, I knew you guys were talking about Oliver. I came in halfway well, through. Well, we, no, we didn't say I didn't realize earlier. why. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was so a secret. So cool. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. All three brothers then, this is now when Andy is a little boy, all three brothers were in the show Blossom. This was really Joey's show, though. He even had a catchphrase. It was, whoa. That's literally whoa. how he, That's he would say it all the time. Lazy. I watched, that little, I watched a little compilation of it. It was him just being like, whoa. Um, and then this is when all three of the brothers got their own show, Brotherly Love, which I think was like one of the oh, biggest geez. deals of their career that a lot of people know them from. Oh, which, really? Yeah, in the, in, the, in the inception of our horse sensory. And that's, <laughs> and that's their like naked brothers band. Like, yes, Jonas that's their brothers, Jonas. Like, <laughs> the show Jonas. They get their there's own show. I'm sorry, there was a show called Jonas. There was a show called yeah. Jonas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember. During the filming of Brotherly Love is when Matthew Lawrence gets Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, right. Matthew, so people, anyone Matthew. who's listening who doesn't know the Lawrence brothers at all, I mean, I assume you've seen Mrs. Doubtfather. Mrs. Doubtfather. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's and a he's Freudian the slip and a half right there. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "I'm Mrs. Doubtfather. I mean, fire." <laughs> oh, excuse me. Goodbye. Never mind. And then while that's happening, Joey and Andy do a bunch of stuff for Disney, but then Matthew again gets catapulted into something better, does Boy Meets World. Yeah, yay! Oh, yeah. 
Um, and then so good. all three of them start doing stuff on Disney, and then Matthew does the hot chick. And yes. honestly, guys, that was kind of the end of the Lawrence Brothers. They've oh, really? still been acting since then. It's 2019, so 17 years of still being in the business, um, but not really anything big. Really? They did, however, start a band in 2017 called Still Three. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm looking at Kayleen's notes, and I truly thought it was called Still There. <laughs> Well, that, I <laughs> mean, isn't good. it? That isn't is also that, a Freudian slip. Yeah. Isn't that pretty much what it is? We're still around. That is that is what it is. Uh, and they had, I think, only one song. It's called Lose Myself. Uh, well, oh, that's a ripoff. God. <laughs> you might have noticed them from the 2020 Oscars. They performed there. <laughs> <laughs> Their smash hit, Lose Myself. Oh. Jesus. Yeah, that's the Lawrence Brothers timeline. Kayleen, thank you for that history lesson. Yeah. You're welcome. The movie opens. Instantly, I'm unsure, and I say, I don't think I've seen this film. When we decided to do this and I watched the trailer, I was like, I have not seen this movie. I I remember it being around. I remember it being on Mm. the same way that, like, other DCOMs were on that I just know I didn't touch. And so I was like, I haven't seen horse since. And I was like, Kayleen, don't you worry. We're in this together. And the reason I felt I didn't know or know about anything of it or what it was is because I'm watching the movie and Kayleen says, I really hope Matthew Lawrence makes a cameo. (laughs) And I went, excuse me? (laughs) What? Because I thought he was the lead. Oh. And she like, I kind of thought she was going to be like, turn this movie off. It was so grumpy that he Stop was it. not the lead. I was really Stop upset. This. I was fuming and I just was like, what is happening? Podcast the movie starts, the opening credits are going and she goes, no, it's that other one. It's, it's Joey. And I went, is Joey the hot one from Boy Meets World? <laughs> He's not. Oh, and yeah. so then I had to try to convince her that Joey is still hot because he is. But he's no Matthew. <laughs> Anyways, in Kayleen's notes, in caps, it says, not all caps, but it says Courtney, low-key with a capital. <laughs> Courtney, low-key, does not want to watch this movie. <laughs> I don't know why low-key is capital. I don't know, but I'm here for it, because that's how I felt. I capital low-key did not want to watch this movie. Uh, we then meet farm boy Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy's a character. You thought he was named Ned? Oh, I think you did call him Ned. I mean, right? I... Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. Okay, we Tommy. got Tommy. We have Tommy. He has a whistle with a feather on it that he And Tommy says... is the little Lawrence. Yes. Tommy is okay. little Lawrence, a.k.a. Andy. He whittled it out of hood. Yes. And his mom is like, oh, that's so nice. You're going to give that to your brother, Michael. Cousin. Sorry. You're going to give... That was another Freudian slip. Jeez. <laughs> You're going to give it to your cousin, Michael. That's so nice. And then she seems very... Like, he's the man of the house. That's the vibe we get from this scene. Okay. Which you don't do to your child. Yeah, this but he's little a, kid. Yeah, he's yes. about nine, right? Yeah. And he even makes a comment like, Mom, should I really be leaving you for four days? Uh, <laughs> what? This sounds like some absentee father yeah, shit. Well, me? maybe the father's dead, Kimmy. Kimmy. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Oh, man. The soul of his father is in his horse. Shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Dad? <laughs> the sense of my father. Okay. <laughs> um, so, then we go over to what is not the farmland, but is quite a ritzy big house. And we see 
Our protagonist, Joey Lawrence, a.k.a. Michael, is rich F. You can tell because he's wearing his sweater around his neck like Carlton. He's so rich, he has the maid make him smoothies every morning, and it's we literally watch, you know, like some celery get pureed yeah. and, and like a However, blender. he doesn't seem very mean. It's not like he's like, maid, make me a smoothie. No. He's just, the identity of him is privileged yeah. and right. upper crust okay. nonsense. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All like lifestyle that he's very used to. Exactly. to yeah. Yes, and you guys have seen model behavior. Sure. <laughs> really reminded me of that. We find out that Michael has a girlfriend named Gina. She is your very quintessential 90s gal. We haven't met her yet, but just know that about her. We find out her dad is a big movie director. He's directed Lethal Force. (laughs) Lethal Weapon. Tornado. (laughs) Twister. And Tornado 2. Not a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We also find out he has to pick Tommy up at the airport today because, like we said, Cousin's going to come stay with him. Oh, so Tommy's coming to the city first. Tommy's coming to the city. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we didn't catch it. Oh, the trailer, yeah, yeah. trailer didn't tell you that. <laughs> the trailer me. literally went, I'm a city guy on a ranch, and it was over. Also, it was already looking over. at a plot diagram, we're still in the exposition phase. That's you guys true. need to wait for the conflict. <laughs> I, I have a question. What is the girlfriend wearing, and what is her hair? We haven't met her yet. Oh, it was all over the phone. We oh. will tell you so much about it. Okay, her. I'm ready. We also find out now... That Tommy lost his father, Kimmy. Jeez. You couldn't have known. Well, no. that's the traumatic shit about Disney. It is. It's yes. the traumatic thing in the movie. Tommy. Yeah. Are we going to find out what happened to him? He got sick. He, he got, got sick, um, but just log it for your halfway point predictions. Okay. Uh, we now have a college course. This is when we establish he's not in high school. Hmm. It is Michael... He's taking some class where he got a D on his paper. Meh. Meh. And his teacher is like, you guys thought you were on summer break, but you should have paid more attention to land trusts, property deeds, and mergers. You guys get all that? (laughs) (laughs) But within this class is the girlfriend, Gina. And as they're being passed back there papers with poor grades on them. She's like, whatever, we're still going to Europe together. Like, that's the thing we have to look forward to. Is our summer in Ibiza. If that's not where they're going. (laughs) It might as as well be Ibiza. Um, So they're going to go to Europe. Are you saying Ibiza? That's how douchebags say it. (laughs) I wish she came back and she was doing like the Spanish thing of making all your like... (laughs) España. Yeah, exactly. I was like, is she trying to say like Ethiopia or something? (laughs) I wish she was like, like, I just came back from (laughs) España. So after they leave class... Michael and Gina are uh, walking out, and she goes, Oh my god, it's our two-week anniversary! I got you a present! Two! Thank you, Dakota. Two-week? Yeah. Yes, yes, two-week. And she goes, I got you a present, and he's like, Whoa! It's a Rolex? Oh my god, (laughs) Gina! I can't believe it! Uh, Mm -hmm. And then I said, this happens later, but but more dirt for the impression is there's a part where his cousin says, We have VCRs in Montana. And he goes, Ha ha! <laughs> so pretty much, he's he's just a quintessential voice actor. Oh, he sounds like he's voice acting. This yes, movie. and it's funny because like Oliver and Company, he was very young when he did that. Yeah. But even still, it's just it stuck with him. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. too much. The yeah. whole, there's sometimes where he's normal, but the, definitely the beginning of the movie when we're setting up his character, it's very over the top. Yeah. It's like, hey cousin, 
What you doing in L.A.? Jesus Christ. Gina. At least he doesn't sound mean. No, he yeah. sounds no. very full of life. Kimmy, which Kimmy was interested in the girlfriend, she is your straight up Buffy, yeah. Sabrina, Cher from Clueless looking lady. Yeah. She is stylish. Mm-hmm. She, she wears chokers. Co- yeah. Oh my gosh. She. I think she might always be in sunglasses. I could oh. be wrong. <laughs> Uh, Later, I think you say, does she see the world without sunglasses? I <laughs> She kind of has like a fun, straight-haired, cropped bob. Of course she does. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's layered. She's got space buns, but only half space buns. Mm, yeah. um, she's living it up. I'm proud of her. Wow. She's happy, and she, her, I don't think there's a scene where she isn't shopping. No. Yeah. She's got enough dough to get her boyfriend of two weeks yeah, yes. Like, Does she do <laughs> yeah. something, or does she just have money also? She like, has money, and she Dakota. says, and she's she says gonna that, scream yeah. a lot. She okay. says a lot of things like, <laughs> Daddy's coming! Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to be her. <laughs> Anyways. We can't just say daddy's coming on the podcast. (laughs) We can if we're from the 90s. He goes to pick up Tommy from the airport, and Tommy has a full-blown Betty from Mulholland Drive moment. Yeah. He's gazing around at all the palm trees. He's coming down the escalator, and he's like, oh, wow, taking it all in. This isn't, I'm not in Montana anymore. It was totally going backwards from what I thought. I never thought his ass would see California. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They go back home, and they have dinner with Michael's parents. Yes. I love this part because Courtney goes, who is the dad? Because we see Michael's parents for the first time. Actually, we saw his mom earlier, but we see the dad for the first time. They're all at dinner together. And Courtney goes, who's Michael's dad? He's the dad in a lot of things. And I look up and I go, oh my God, it's motherfucking Calabar from Halloween Town. Oh, wow. (laughs) It was amazing. So the villain from Halloween Town is Michael's dad and I couldn't get over it. And for about two straight minutes, anything that he said, (laughs) Kayleen just yelled at him. He was like... Why don't you take Tommy to Disneyland? And she goes, Oh, you Shut would the love fuck that up, Calabar. <laughs> I'd be like, Why don't you stop torturing the witch family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the parents say they're going to be in Palm Springs. So they're leaving. Which is kind of rude. You knew that your nephew you never see is going to be in town. And you're oh, like, of Gotta go. Oh, after his dad died? That's obviously one of your guys' <laughs> brothers. Yeah. Or He's just got mud on his boots and leaves in his hair. Are you kidding me? They don't want to deal with him. They, they want to go put the palm trees in their hair and the wind in their face. They exactly. have an important real estate situation to deal with in Ibiza. <laughs> yeah. They truly Probably. said that. Yeah, they... About wow. Palm Springs. Oh my god. I think it was a conference, or they were showing houses. Doesn't matter. Yep. She says, you know, give them a tour of the house. He does. And Tommy's very excited. It's a great home. It's a huge house. Gosh, including their home theater movie room. Wow. And to this, I just said, that was the peak of luxury. Yeah. In the 90s and early aughts, Definitely. where Disney was like, imagine this, your wall <laughs> is a television. And as an adult yeah. now, I'm like, oh, Fahrenheit 451 fun. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, but that's what Disney was all about. They were like, walls, screens, screen, walls. I've never seen that Smart House. Smart House. Yeah. Exactly. They, they really have been indoctrinating mm-hmm. us guys. Exactly. Yes. This was one of our fun facts. Courtney can share it, but it was one of the three IMDb facts, but we found it ourselves because we're smart like that. Fahrenheit 451 wall screen turns on, and what is playing on the screen? But Brink! Exclamation mark. Decom. Boom, boom. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, promoting like themselves. Two years prior, wow. they yes. Yeah. And that's wow. a fun fact too. So it's like, yes, it was cross promotion out the wazoo. Yeah. They were like pointing. You can't see me, listeners, but 
Break. We That's did it. Nuts. That's we did so the break. Slimy, you know. <laughs> a little bit. Well, they also along with only... Fahrenheit four fifty one walls. Yeah. As we yeah. said during our decom section, this was like horse sense was really only like the fifth official decom. So they were like, look yeah. at our first decom. Right. Yeah. There it is. We did it. I we wonder, love her. Like how well it did. Like if they were trying to get more viewership oh. because it didn't do well or something oh. like that. Um, Michael. After, like as they they we did, must feed him. they did the whole they did the whole home theater thing, and Michael says, "Ooh, oh no, Gina wants to hang out for our two week anniversary. Is it okay? I'm so sorry. Like you're my number one priority. If you don't want me to go, I won't go. I won't do it. And Tom, watch it. It's fine. I won't do Classic. it. And Tommy's like, "No, oh, dude, do what you want. Like you're the coolest. Do what you want. But then." Michael dips and pretty much never comes back. We have a montage of days and days and days of poor sweet Tommy what? sitting there in the movie room. The VHS tapes start stacking up alongside them. They're bigger than he is. They're all empty and he's just eating endless amounts of popcorn from their fun popcorn machine. Yeah. You're cute. And he becomes BFFs with the maid. The maid steps into the shot every now and again to put her hands on her hips and shake her head and be like... <laughs> Where is that Michael <laughs> to show Tommy the town? Mm-hmm. And he's nowhere to be found. And we have conflicting feelings about this, because that's fucking rude that your cousin came to visit and you're not hanging out with him. But also, your cousin just got to leave the ranch and come yeah. watch movies and eat, like, bad food for a week. And, and yeah, he's and we, complaining about it. Yeah, we whatever. see him also, like, playing on the tennis court. He like, seems have, like he's having a good time, yes. but Michael's not around. It's like yeah. staying in a very luxurious hotel, but yeah. he's mad because his cousin isn't there. Then, Michael realizes, oh my gosh, Tommy leaves tomorrow. I've been such a jerk. <laughs> And he goes, you know what, Tommy? We're going to friggin' Disneyland. They're driving to Disneyland with the top down in the convertible. And the phone starts ringing. And it's connected to the speakerphone, the car phone, the flip phone. But also, how can... It's not like Bluetooth. It's freaking um, 1999. So how is it that they can hear yeah. the sound? It wasn't sound? like a car phone? Like a little, no. Like, no, it's oh, his weird. flip phone. It's, it's a even... flip phone on speaker. Yeah, he rips it off of the, the handle and like starts talking on it like an yeah. old phone. And so. I'm like, dude, in 2020, I cannot hear anyone on my current <laughs> yeah, phone yeah. on speaker. How can you hear them on a flip right. phone with a convertible with top down? You need Lawrence Brothers money. Anyways. <laughs> or movie magic. Movie magic. <laughs> It's uh, an ADR sesh if I ever heard one. Oh, there's a lot of ADR in this film, dude. <laughs> Anyways, Gina is on the phone and she says, Daddy's in town. Yeah. That's what I say. And Gina is talking about how her dad is in town. They've only been dating two weeks, but she still really wants him to meet her dad. And so she's saying, like, you need to come and meet him. And she's whining so much that... Michael picks up the phone off of speaker yeah. and puts it to his sweet little ear, and he <laughs> says, I'll talk, I'll talk to him. And hangs up. And then he's talking to uh, Tommy, and he's like, ah, I gotta go. I gotta go. We're, it's gonna be great. I'll be gone two minutes. Two minutes two in minutes. LA, and also just yeah. two minutes in general, then Come take on. me with you. Yeah. So he says, I'll be gone just like two minutes. Suddenly, we pull up to the worst looking place ever. It's, it's called, called like Kid Zone or something. It's called Kid Zone or Fun Place or like Time Away from Your Cousin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he drops him off, and it's literally like a 24 hour fitness 
What? Children's gym section where it's like mm-hmm. your dad works out and you have to go and play in all the tubes. Oh, it's like the McDonald's play place. That's what it looks like. Oh, God. Sure. Yes. But this kid's like too old for that. Like, Way too old. Yeah. He's yeah. a full ass kid. And he works on a ranch. <laughs> He's also the the male figure of his family. Exactly. Also, his dad's dead. And he leaves him in this disgusting coronavirus ridden yeah. hellhole. <laughs> and he just dumps him there. And we're watching Tommy just kind of say, like, it's fine, it's okay. And Michael ditches him at the fun place. Mm-hmm. Jeez. It's super sad, but also typical. Like, what more did you expect from Michael? Then they go to the racetracks because that's where Daddy is. Daddy. And apparently Michael's lucky and he keeps picking the right horses. And Daddy loves Michael. Why do you guys think he picks the right horses? Because he's got uh, that horse in. What do you mean? He's got fucking horse in. Are you kidding me? He hasn't that's, tapped like, into that's it them, yet. That's them dropping the title without dropping the title. Like. You're sure get, you sure have a sense about them horses. Wow, kid. You sure got a sense for them horses. He had, a, he had the force before he even knew it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's happening, and then all of a sudden he goes, oh no! Basically he says, I've left Tommy there for hours, I gotta go. And then she's like, stop leaving me! God, you're the worst! Ugh. But he, okay. he, he gets in his this, car and leaves. This sounds like a very, very typical freshman year of college relationship. Oh, it sure. is. You know, it sounds like these people need a good communication lesson. <laughs> and also, like... You know, a confidence booster to muster up their independence. You so should start dating sophomore year of college. Ain't that right, babe? Shut up! I, I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say how great for our guest star this said, week. I figured it out. So he's like, oh no, I gotta go get my cousin. I've been the worst cousin. And he gets in his car and he's backing out of the horse place so fast. And then he hits the person oh my behind God. him. Wow. It's not, not like a person, a car. I'm like, what? He hits someone's car, and he's like, oh, shit. He doesn't say shit. He gets out of the car, and it's an older woman. She's probably like 60s, 70s. And she comes out, and she's like, oh, no. What's happening? And they're talking. They both seem very civil, but he's obviously still in a hurry. And he goes, are you okay? And she goes, yes, but my car! <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. That's how she says it. <laughs> on point. And then he's like, okay, here's my info, blah, 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 speeds away. What's worse, too, is he says, <laughs> I have a family emergency. And she goes, oh, God. <laughs> I hope everything's okay. Oh, Jesus. Goodbye. <laughs> You're not fucking smashing to me with her car and was like, I gotta go to family emergency. I'd be like, hold it right there, Buster. My parents are both lawyers. Quote, family emergency. Did you use that to get out of your classes? Oh, in really? Oh, well, we got our own fucking emergency right here. I don't know. I consider this an emergency. <laughs> Uh, yes, so he gives the lady his insurance info, he has to go pick up his cousin at the fun place, but, lo and behold, cousin ain't there, because cousin's a full-ass adult who can be like, I don't want to be here, <laughs> and he's not an adult, <laughs> <laughs> he's a child adult, and he's not there anymore. Tommy asked the maid who he befriended to come and pick him up, he gets picked up, they have a little confrontation, next morning he straight up flies home. But after he's done so, he tells his mom, and this is not a scene we see, he tells his mom about all the things that he did. And so the next time we see Michael, his parents are like, I'm sorry, 
Did you leave Tommy at McDonald's and then go hang out with your girlfriend at the racetrack? Oh and he God. says, eh, blah, 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 huh? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's all blur. And yeah. so... Jesus. I was talking about cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. They're so concerned, and as they're really questioning Michael, there's a knock at the door. Guess who it is? It's the cops. Uh, the oh. popo is just like, excuse me, is there a Michael living here? And Calabar's like, yes, that's my son. <laughs> Calabar. And they're like, did you know that your son was involved in a hit and run accident? And earlier in the movie, he did tell his parents, he was like, can you believe, they were like, what happened to your car? And he was, can you believe it? A hit and run. But it was him who did it. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching the movie and the cops have left and they're talking to their son and they're like, what happened? You said there was a hit and run. And... This is where it all came, like, like I got smacked in the face by this oh, film. But but also just to preface, the reason, so it seems like it wasn't a hit and run, because he gave her his insurance and stuff, it was all fake stuff. So she uh, wrote down his license as he left and found uh, out where he lived. Oh, shit. That's why Sketchy the cops as yeah. fuck. Yep. Yes, that's yeah. why the cops who are hit? Who do you hit? The old that lady. lady. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, 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 but, okay, okay. No, it's yeah, it was just worse than, okay, okay, yeah. I thought yes. it was different and so the parents are like, you said it was a hit and run that you were involved in. And here's where the whole movie just came screaming <laughs> back to me. And I I could have just said the words in sync with him. I knew it was coming. Oh. He just goes, <laughs> you told us it was a hit and run. He says, yeah, I hit her. And then I had to run to go get Tommy. <laughs> oh, oh my, my fucking God. God. I lost my mind. I was like, yes. And she goes, I have seen this movie. <laughs> It was like I was at a concert for my favorite band. Thank and God. I was screaming along to the words. For Disney writers. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, anyways, the parents tell him, Brilliant. You're not going to Europe. You're not going to Paris. You're not going to Paris. Do they always have that accent or was it only because he was going to Paris? It's only because they're not going to Europe. Uh, and also because yeah. I'm obsessed with The Office. Well, maybe he can like find some independence from this codependent relationship. We're not at prediction times yet, Kimmy. Kimmy. Okay. <laughs> They say you can only go to Europe if you spend a month on the farm. Yes. It was so much longer than the week Here that Tommy is. spent in LA. It's so much longer. I Tommy was, was just, actually Tommy was only there for four days. Yeah. I was just waiting to see. I mean, obviously we all like we knew that he had to get sent to right. the farm. Yes. I just didn't know how. Like why. Yeah. That's why. They okay. say, we're going to cancel Europe if you don't go hang out on the farm. Honestly, a bad reason. I, I'm <laughs> underwhelmed by that reason. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Disney reason. But Just yes, let it is. be. Boy flies into Montana, right? But he's dressed in fancy-ass rodeo clown clothes, like you guys had said earlier, right? It's the very, look we see from the trailer. Yes, it's very fancy. It's not what cowboys actually dress like, but he thinks it is, right? So he's mm-hmm. all dressed up. He's in a private plane, and the guy is like, grab your own bags, bitch, basically. <laughs> so he grabs his bags. Courtney, please take it away. And then, it's a fun montage. Like, there's music, it's swelling, he's dumbfounded, and he's carrying his dumbass bags, <laughs> and he starts walking, and he accidentally bumps into someone. Can you guys guess who it is? Is it Chad a Michael cameo Martin. of his brother? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I would do an impression, but it would not hold a candle to what the fire that we're getting right now. Okay, wow. just to, to let the listeners know, Dakota and I live together. We watched this movie in my house when Dakota was sleeping. We are 
screaming at full volume in my house, and he sleeps through it. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is this, we, we rewound it two times because (laughs) (laughs) it's the sexiest thing you've ever seen. Oh my gosh, he's wearing like a wife beater, he's got on a hat. He has a little vest. He's got a vest. His mouth, oh actually, it might just be a vest with no shirt. I don't remember. (laughs) It was all like, I blacked out. (laughs) I blacked out. His mouth was open the whole time, and he's doing one of those like tongue-in-cheek like, They like bump uh, shoulders, so he has to look at him like, who's this city boy? And he's got a cowboy hat on. Yes. (laughs) He looks like Brad Pitt from Thelma Louise. He does! That's a really good Yes. He eyes him head to toe his his mouth and his jaw are just like oh you fool you are not prepared for the wilds of montana yeah. and then he has got a bag over one shoulder and his hand on his hip and he starts strutting away and like he, he thought it was hat. funny he lifts his hat off his head yes it he was, says i tell you what that's pretty yes. much yeah oh i tell you what you must watch this for the wrap-up episode only this 10 seconds <laughs> that's all i ask wow. of you Yes. Anyway, we lost our shit. It was the best part of the movie. He does not come back, but I will say we scoured the credits looking for him, and they purposely Whoa, they don't didn't credit him. No, so this was such a fun surprise. Huh. Mm-hmm. So now he's on the ranch, of course. Tommy is pissed because you abandoned me for four days. Yeah, the mom left me in a luxury mansion. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you. No Michael. horses at all. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence wasn't even around. <laughs> Then they all go to the bank together. Sure. Fun yeah. trip to the bank. It's what you do on the way home from the airport. The mom comes out of the bank, shaking her head. Michael doesn't seem to notice. We meet Mule and Twister. They say, let us know if you need anyone to show you the ropes. And Michael says, thanks, but I think I can handle it. <laughs> Which, bitch, why do you think that? Like, I'm not that much of a city gal, but I know I can't go work on a farm. Why do you think you can? Uh, He calls Gina to complain about... Gosh, I... I'm not kidding. I fucking hate this farm. I feel like a monster for even calling this. What do you think he calls this podunk nonsense place? Like, Uh, what's the worst thing he he, could call it? He makes up a fake town. He goes, blank USA. Yeah. Like... Oh, no. Tumbleweed USA. That's really polite. (laughs) It's a me. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, that's polite. Oh, um, bum fuck you, is it? <laughs> no, it's more in that vein. It's gotta be like... <laughs> But it's Disney mean, you know what I'm saying? Honky Town, USA. (laughs) (laughs) He calls it, well, yeah, I'm here in Pooresville, USA. Pooresville? Oh my gosh, that is pretty bad. just farms. I know, it's really bad. I'm glad we kill a crew. Also, like, again, in the beginning of the movie, we saw him being a rich, entitled boy, but not like a dick, and all of a sudden he's like these poor folks. Pooresville. (laughs) Jeez. Tommy comes and he interrupts their phone call, and, you know, they hang up, and he's just like, well... I gotta see you tomorrow. I'm going to bed. The sun is still out. It's maybe <laughs> five, six, or seven, yeah. and Michael is like, excuse you, it's it's still daytime. <laughs> and Tommy like does like a fake yawn, and he's like, mm, gotta hit the hay. You should stay up, though. You should stay up as late as you want. We got TV. Let me show you the room. And, and Michael's Michael, like, yeah, I'm an adult. I'll stay up as late as I want, Tommy. You know exactly. what? It sounds like Tommy's a little conniving. <laughs> oh, no. He's got a trick up his sleeve. Do you think? <laughs> Is it the taglines for the movie? <laughs> He's got a trick up his sleeve. Yep. He's got a trick up his hoof. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a horse up his sleeve. I was going to say that. <laughs> the whole He's got horse. a sense of his horse. <laughs> 
releasing the uncut version of this. <laughs> okay. Yep. Michael, of course, gets woken up in the dead of night. What time is it? I don't know. It's 4.30, says Tommy. Time to get up, Michael. And Michael goes, I just went to bed a couple of hours ago. Oh, no. <laughs> and Tommy goes, well... Should have gotten more sleep, idiot. Jokes on you, you <laughs> stupid Does bastard. Does he really say that? He doesn't say it. He says it with a little dumbass smile. Well, hey. jokes on you, you hey. fucking asshole. <laughs> Should have gone to Disneyland too while we're at it. Fuck up and milk a cow. <laughs> Why don't you get the fuck up out of bed and go milk them horses? Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah, milk the horses. Yeah, milk the horses. Get out, milk the horses. There's buckets in the corner. It's milking hour, bitch! <laughs> title of the episode, milking hour. We can't say bitch in the title. It's milking hour! No, I just said milking hour. It's milking hour. <laughs> it just really hit home with her, you know what I'm saying? She's got it. Thanks, Kimmy. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm crying. Um, Tommy basically says, if you don't get up, you can kiss Europe goodbye. Ooh. Damn, Tommy. He's got some blackmail leverage. <laughs> Seriously. Say goodbye to Ibiza. <laughs> Say goodbye to Ibiza. <laughs> and Cerveza. Tommy's not fucking around. <laughs> so, they get up. Guess what the first task of the day is? You guys already guessed some. Muck but in the stall. Oh, 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 oh. It has to do with manure. Yeah, yeah, she's mucking the stall. Yeah, that. <laughs> mucking the stall. So yeah. So the two cousins walk out there, you know, walking out there like little cowboys. And Tommy says, "Here, this is the manure. You gotta move it over to that side of the pen so that the guys can come pick it up and take it away." And Michael goes, "That's the biggest pile of." Manure I've ever seen. <laughs> Get it? He wanted to say shit, but he didn't. Cause but it's Disney. Disney. <laughs> they got it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and then I ask, why don't they just put it in the right spot in the first place so they don't have to spend yeah. hours moving it? But whatever. <laughs> so basically, the the Tommy. Tommy says, you have to move all this over there. I'll be at the house. I don't know what Tommy does when he assigns all these tasks. He, no, he's 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 he's, he's doing something up the else. Okay. With mule and Twister. Okay. <laughs> so he's doing horse stuff, and he says, "Move the manure from there to there." And there's a little wheelbarrow and a and a shovel. Joey Lawrence in real life is pretty freaking ripped, and of course, this is when we start to see his yeah. muscles for the first time. He like takes off his overshirt, and now he's just wearing a tank top. But he's acting like he's never lifted a finger in his life. It's like, you don't just get muscles like that from <laughs> sitting around in Bel Air. You clearly work out, and yet he's like, I can't even shovel the poo. Oh it's God. so hard. <laughs> um, he is, he, a montage goes by of him loading it into the wheelbarrow, and he's taking it, you know, the 10 plus, no, I'm sorry. He's taking it the 10 feet to the other side <laughs> yeah. of the stall, and the whole time he's doing it, there's this giant bull that's right next to him, and the bull is, like, huffing and, and, like, kicking up muck at him, and he's, you know, literally wheeling it from, like, where I'm sitting to the wall. <laughs> it's not far. You want to go from this couch to the kitchen? Yeah, do it. And so... Again, so dumb that you have to move it that short of a distance. Exactly, because it's like the people who are picking it up, can't they just come pick it up? <laughs> can't they just come a little closer? Yeah. 
So he's doing it, and as he's, you know, loading up, like, maybe the last of the wheelbarrowed poo-poo, he all of a sudden is pushing the wheelbarrow full of it, and the bull, like, charges into the gate and is mad at him. And if there's a gate there, he's fine, but it makes him trip up, and oh no, he falls oh, into Oh, he falls into the poop! Yeah. Duh! <laughs> classic. Yeah, yeah classic. it's the moment you need for the trailer, if there were one. <laughs> so, uh, he's all upset, and, you know, he's disgusting, and Tommy and Mule and Twister all arrive back, and they see him all covered in poo. So, they're like, oh my gosh, and they're laughing, and Tommy's like, what are you doing? He says, I've, I've been moving it from here to there all day inside this wheelbarrow. And he goes, why didn't you use the tractor? On the other side of the barn is a tractor. <laughs> Guess you shouldn't use that. <laughs> Anyways, if you're keeping score, Tommy won. Definitely. Idiot zero. Oh, <laughs> Michael is showering from the manure time and the mom and Tommy are talking. It's a beautiful sunset. They're talking about how they're going to lose the farm because they just owe too much money to the bank. And the mom is very bummed. She says how they're going to have an auction of all of their stuff at the end of uh, Michael's stay, basically. And then they sense that Michael's going to come out because they have people sense. And they say, (laughs) and the mom says, let's just keep this between us. Then Michael comes out. Tommy goes inside because Tommy doesn't like being around Michael because he hates him. Tommy leaves. Michael comes outside. Again, they're in the midst of the sunset. They're talking. A lot of sunsets. And the mom is great. I really like the mom. She's nice. And kind. And she says... <laughs> two words She's that nice are very and the kind same. and friendly. And good. And... At heart. <laughs> and genuine. She says, see that treehouse over there? And if you look at the treehouse, it's got like, mm, four slabs of wood on it. <laughs> you can still stand on it. That's, so, like, it's a yeah. platform in the tree. And she says, Tommy and his dad were working on that, but they never got to finish because uh, he got sick. Oh, uh, uh, It's pretty sad. And then she's talking about how it's been trying to deal with the farm without her husband around and with, you know, taking care of her son. And she's getting pretty emotional. And then we pan over and guess what? Michael's fucking asleep. Oh, Isn't that rude? Damn. We were so angry. And it's supposed to be like, Haha, he fell asleep because he woke up at 4.30. But it was rude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next day, Tommy and Michael go to look at the horsies, I wrote. I got it. Got the it. horsies. Horsies. Okay. Good. This is the first fucking time you guys have mentioned any stupid oh, horses. Oh, Dakota, that's how movie. we felt. That's how we felt. Are you Where serious? are the horses? Yeah. So we were like, there were horses at the racetrack, but we know that horse sense Even is not 16, about the racetrack horses. Yeah, the 16 second trailer had a horse in it immediately. They're gazing out at a whole bunch of horsies, <laughs> and he's talking to him, and he's like, this one is named Slingshot. You're going to ride her. <laughs> On the raid later. It's not called a raid, but... On the raid? They're gonna all go out onto the town in some horses. The mission is this. You must get on it. Yes. Like, we have a job to do on the prairie. You're gonna ride Slingshot. And he points over to Slingshot. She's got a nice red... But we can see her ribs. She looks old. Wow. She's very bony. We can... I can count all of her ribs. This is, like, one of the other best parts of the movie. Michael is looking out at, like, a whole pen of horses with this child, and he's like, that one is slingshot, that one, and he says, she looks sick, she's got one foot in the glue factory! Oh (laughs) Oh my god! Wow. Wow. (laughs) 
best Veil line off. of the whole movie. I don't even think how it's made has come out on glue at this point yet. Oh, Ooh, God, I, I love that. that. No one even knows. That'd be a dark episode of I, They couldn't have done that. Like First, we chopped the legs off. Of yeah, first oh, no. you find as many hooves so as possible. Hope you like marshmallows, bitch. Anyway, crazy. he just says it so offhand, and Tommy's and, like, oh, okay, And you know what's cousin. crazy? is like, that's totally one of those lines that, like, only adults got like watching it with their kids oh, back yes. in the day. Oh, like yes, it was yes. totally like one of those like over our heads moments. <laughs> yeah. Where, where we were just like, ha, he's like stuck in a glue factory and he'll probably die there. Like that's because <laughs> right? it's sticky. So he's like, no, that one sucks. I want to ride that one. And he points to a different horse. <laughs> it's a black horse. The horse is literally named Black. He goes, that one's Black. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I know. And he goes, his name's Black. He's like, yes, it's it's a black horse, but what is its name? Black. Anyways, Tommy is like, do you need help learning to ride that horse, Michael? And of course, Michael, who apparently knows everything about ranches, that hubris on that one, he goes, not nah, idiot, I can do it myself. And he kicks the horse. The horse doesn't like that. Just kicks it? He's like, go faster, dumb horse. And the horse goes, meh, and starts going, they cra- starts going crazy and bucks him over the fence like you saw Oh yeah. Cl- Michael sternly looks at Tommy. He's like, oh, by the way, was there another name for that horse <laughs> besides Black? And he goes, Lightning? And so the horse's name is actually. That was a good impersonation. Thank you. It's because I've seen this movie a billion times. (laughs) Apparently, it's logged in my subconscious. Mm -hmm. So the horse's name is actually not Black, but probably Black Lightning or Lightning. So the horse is crazy. Yeah. In other words. Next task: all of basically Mule and Twister say, "Hey, kid, you have first Wolf Watch shift because it's nighttime now." (laughs) Go watch those wolves. We'll be uh, on the farm. Make sure they don't do anything. And he's bored out there. He's just sitting atop a horse looking after the wolves. Make sure they don't do anything. And he calls his girlfriend. He's complaining about his day. It's so hard working on the ranch. Of course, she's still shopping. She continues <laughs> having no personality. Because it's LA, so the time difference. He's, like, looking out at stars. And she's, like, on Melrose. <laughs> I'm on sorry. She's, she's on Rodeo. Um... She mentions wearing a bikini when they go to Europe together, and whoa, whoa, I whoa. felt uncomfortable. In Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he, why? She, well, why did because, she Because that? he's like, I'm so bored out here in the country, and she's like, just think of when you get to see me in a she's bikini in Europe. for the Spank Bank. Oh, the Spank! <laughs> this is Holy a Disney shit. Channel original porn. <laughs> so then, Michael says, oh, the stars look beautiful out here. And she goes, God, can we just talk about Europe and not some dumb star? <laughs> That's not a joke. She said that. <laughs> and then he goes, wait, 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 wait. Because he hears wolves. And she's like, Michael! Oh. You're really more preoccupied with the middle of nowhere than you are with me? <sighs> and he's still distracted. And she goes, ugh, do you even care about what I'm doing tonight? I'm going to the drive-in with my friend so-and-so. Like you even care. But of course he's still distracted because he thinks he hears wolves. And he says, wait, what were you saying? And she goes, Michael, are you there? I've only been yelling at you for like 10 minutes. It's been 10 seconds, but sure. Then maybe not even that much. It (laughs) might have been like four. Then she hangs up on him. And he is worried he's at death's door. And he tries to dial her back because he loves her or whatever. (laughs) But... (laughs) 
But she calls him back so quickly, he hasn't even finished dialing her number, and she's profusely apologizing. And Courtney and I are like, what a fucking psycho bitch. It's crazy. She's like, I'm so sorry I lashed out. And he's like, there's still wolves. There's still wolves. (laughs) She's screaming at him, and he hangs up again. And she immediately calls back as his phone is ringing. It wakes the wolves. <laughs> yeah. It wakes up the wolves? Instead, what? it startles all the animals. It startles all the animals that are around. There's a whole bunch of cattle, and oh, all the cattle go crazy, and they're, it's literally a Simba from the Lion King moment. Yeah. Oh he has God. to, like, jump into a tree <laughs> and, and hold himself, and he's like, Zazu! <laughs> Good thing he's buff as F. He's buff. All of the cattle are stampeding because the phone rang. They obviously stamp over his phone. Also, within the midst of this, before they stamp his phone, he calls 911 and he's like, Stampede! And 911 is like, This is Montana. And they hang up. Also, how yeah. fast do you think we're going to get there within the seconds before right. you get stomped on? Yeah, like you deserve to be stomped on. Yeah. He ruins the night watch, essentially, because their goal was to hurt a bunch of animals in one direction. That's the end of that. It's like, You dumb, dumb, dumb. The next day, it's another one of those stupid tasks in which they point to a big bunch of logs. They're like, load all of the logs into the truck. He is like, fine, I'll do it. And he's going through the way and he's doing it. And it takes literally the entire day. And after he has done it, Tommy, little shit that he is, comes over and he goes, that truck hasn't run in 15 years. (laughs) I meant that truck on the other side of the barn. Oh, also, God. I think that's enough from Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I've honestly never all, liked Tommy from the start. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this doesn't mean Michael is a good person or no. made good decisions, but he was under duress of a new relationship. Yeah, <laughs> and Stress. I guess you know was careless with a young child. Sure, but that doesn't give. Tommy the right to brutally abuse him with manual labor. Well, like what like child like that age isn't so stoked to be like kind of alone in like a mansion? Oh, and I just, know. Like, chilling. Mm. Not a kid who respects authority. Not that's like and holding rules. a grudge and just like man, I can't wait for this fucker to come visit me. And yeah. also, truly, like, what are you doing? Mostly a benefit. You're making him buffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just making him hotter for potential suitors. Yeah. More women are just going to throw themselves at Joey Lawrence. Because <laughs> Matthew's nowhere in sight. Where'd he go? Either way, Michael picks a fight with Tommy and is telling him, you know what? All I want to do is go to Europe and you're making this month hell. And Tommy says, I can't believe I used to wish you were my brother. There's nothing uh, about you that I'd like to respect. Drop. Also, isn't that funny? Because they're actually brothers. I know. Michael says mean things in the mean way of like, honestly, I think Powersville, USA is way meaner than saying you're a snot-nosed kid who I had to hang out with at one family reunion. That's all he says. It's not that mean. He's pretty much like, when you thought I liked you, I didn't. It's just that nothing else was cool in the Grand Canyon. (laughs) 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 Then Tommy starts crying and runs away. And then... Twister is with Michael. They're in private. All right. And he says, blah, blah, blah. Michael, you're the worst. Don't you know they're going to lose the ranch? And Michael says, what? I didn't know. And Twister says, of course you don't. I mean, (laughs) of course you don't. You don't even know what it means to be a horse. (laughs) And, And then I, as a viewer, say, 
What do you mean? Of course you don't. No one fucking told him. So how's he supposed to yeah, know? I'm not on my. That's I'm on Michael's rude. side of this. <laughs> maybe, maybe he means like, of course he wouldn't, because he never thought like, to ask about other than himself. You well, know? That's I guess, fair. but he showed up and they were just like, do work. Well, Twister does say they probably didn't think you'd care. Oh God. I bet you've never had to work for anything in your life. And then we see Michael get very affected. Oh, no. Your accent's really good. Thank you! (laughs) You know exactly what I'm almost for sure, though, Montana does not sound anything like that. I'm sure it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Not even the South. It's like the Northest. (laughs) Guys, where are we? At the halfway point? Woo! Oh, my gosh. Halfway point. I'm feeling a real, like, Mulan moment here, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> Michael was a girl the whole he be, time. He fakes himself as a woman. <laughs> no, no, like, like, cut your hair, hair, Michael. It's no. a progressive movie. <laughs> like, be a man is going to start playing. And, oh, okay. like, he's oh, going to really help out on the farm, and he's going to really become assimilated with the ways of the ranch and stuff and get it back into shape. And maybe he'll, like train the horses to like you know do a show or something mm-hmm. like that so they can raise money. raise money he has to he has to be integral in in raising money to save the ranch i was going to say do you think they save the ranch and if so how so i think they do save the ranch i think that michael comes in clutch and <laughs> maybe if whatever ploy he comes up with to Save the range doesn't work out. He's so wealthy that he's just gonna write a check with his ass and like <laughs> cash it with his face. Cash well, with his face. We'll see. Yeah, that's where my like prediction. It, it's hard because like I feel like most of the movies nowadays that we like and that you guys do and stuff, I always have like twisty type sort of things like uh-huh. going into it that oh, are fun. But I'm like, this is a Disney movie. Like, yes, he's they're gonna save the ranch. Yes, Michael is gonna have something to do with it. Yeah, and like. For like for sure, it's just like I, at this point, I don't know what he could do besides literally just cash a check and like, Mm -hmm. and just like use his financial like, backing. What if I told you that ranch people are too proud for that? Well, well, and right, no, 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 but you're right though, and that's totally a trope of like most most like down home families and stuff. They're like, we don't want your old money. All right, well, that happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, Michael, literally, all he's proven is that he can do manual labor, like, so, like, I don't really know. With his buff, already buff arms. Yeah, with his already buff arms that he didn't get (laughs) by working out, apparently, like, because he can't lift anything. I think that he tries to, like, cash a check. He has no (laughs) idea what else to do because they didn't train him to do anything else but move stuff and be rich still. (laughs) And then, like... (laughs) Uh, I think that they are going to lose the ranch. Okay. Oh, you do? And maybe, you know, it's going to be sold off to some buyer, right? Okay. Kind of like in one of those auctions oh, where I know what you're, you're on the say. phone. Yeah. But Michael's oh, gotcha. going to be the one who actually bought it. And That's it's clever. It's going to be his farm and he's going to let them. That'd be smart. Because he's like become accustomed to this That's way of life. That's pretty condescending. <laughs> <laughs> it is, honestly, but a nice, like, twist yeah and maybe make it in the dad's name or something like that (laughs) and i think that he's gonna like montana and like working on the ranch and being like family oriented so much so that he's gonna become like part of this world what do you think happens to gina if that's the case (laughs) i'm sorry that relationship is in the shitter i think i might have i think i might have just realized why this movie's called horse sense oh Oh, i'm ready okay so the reason why there's not any horses in it either (laughs) is because 
when his like his dad died, yeah, and his dad was the one that taught him how to like ride horses and like take care of horses. But ever since his dad died, they haven't had any horses since. Horses since <laughs> Dakota, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> I didn't know that was a pun at first. I was like, "There's literally a a part." Oh no, I was furious as he was approaching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> That's why we're dating. (laughs) I think you two should leave. (laughs) Okay, one time. I'm just waiting for him to say, we haven't had a horse since. Starting on the second half. Michael cannot sleep because he's going through character development. (laughs) It's very tiring. He decides he's going to go outside and master riding black, (laughs) a.k.a. lightning. What? Jesus. What's wrong? You said he's gonna master. It's true. It was. I. Me. My thought went right to it as well. Caitlin, you pause like heavily. To masturbate is what we're. Oh, oh. To go to. To relieve stress and go to bed. Oh my god. As men do. Okay, I didn't realize I paused after master like that. You pause heavily. <laughs> I meant to, but not for that reason. He's going to perfect. Riding a horse. Okay. He decides that the horse he wants to ride is black, a.k.a. lightning. He's getting good at riding that horse. He decides he's going to build that fence that they're supposed to build with all those poles he moved into the broken truck. Da-da-da. He's a real working man now, I wrote. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder how. No one taught him how to build a fence. Exactly. (laughs) Tommy comes over near Michael's work area, but he still doesn't address Michael because he's still a child who's butthurt. And he sits on this wooden bench that's out in the field or whatever. And Michael comes over and basically apologizes for being so mean and says the bench is, quote, pretty comfy. Which, it's made of pure wood. How is it pretty comfy? And Tommy says, yeah, my dad made it. It's like, okay, it's still not comfy. It's made of wood, but that's And we fine. haven't had a horse since. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get ready for a bunch of this horses. This is all the horses All your now. horse dreams are going to be fulfilled. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> They're looking out of a sea of horses, and Tommy says, yeah, me and my dad used to sit out here and name all of them. And Michael goes, okay, what's that brown one? And Courtney goes, they're all freaking brown. What do you mean? What's the name of that brown one? Like, he could have picked any of them. Michael doesn't believe that he knows all these horses' names, but then he recites all the names to him. And Michael's like, okay. After they've had this this magical moment where they stare out at a bunch of seahorses and they're like, (laughs) look at them. I know all their names. Uh, Tommy and his mommy go into (laughs) town and they're like, Gonna go back to the bank. Michael is like, I've grown, and I think I know what to do. So he goes over to the treehouse, and he decides, I'm gonna build it. I'm gonna build this entire treehouse. In a matter of seconds, he assembles a whole treehouse. And not just, like, four walls. It's, like, walls, a window, a doorway, and then a balcony. I'm mad. (laughs) He goes from fence, which is already too big a stretch... To a whole ass house in a tree. Oh, yeah. oh a whole tree house. A whole tree house I'm with over it. saws and nails, and he does the whole shindig. I'm almost convinced that ten year old me would be upset by this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is and that so... okay? Like, is that okay? Because that's like something his dad did. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yes. that too. Like, you can't just decide that you are now a new like. 
Father you figure? Know, yeah, what if he it's hates like you. bittersweet to have the unfinished treehouse and like remembrance of your well, dad? Well, this all came back to me the second I saw it happening. I was like, oh, Tommy's going to come home from the bank. He's going to see a finished treehouse and he's going to lose his mind. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Mm. A gorgeous treehouse straight from Home Depot's catalog <laughs> yeah. is there basking in the sunset because there's always a sunset and the mom and the son pull up in the truck Tommy jumps out of the truck, and it was heartbreaking. It's like pretty he's, sad. He's crying, and Aww. he's saying, No, what did you do? This was me and my dad's! And he climbs up the treehouse, and he starts, like, kicking the balcony, and he's He keeps he's saying devastated. the same thing over yeah. and over. He's it's like, really this is my sad. dad's and mine. He's and crying. so he does it. it. Yeah, yeah, you knew it, as did yeah. I, even though I'd seen it before. I'm Montana. I destroyed a child's dreams of making a treehouse with his dad. <laughs> but he also looks out and he sees the stampede of wild, keep that in mind, wild horses that go running by. Oh, and God. they're the wild horses that Tommy and his dad have named. Michael starts, he puts his hands on his hip and, he, and, and then he like points at each one and he's like, oh, Chester, Sadie, Spots, Gertrude, Cinnamon, Penelope. Jules. <laughs> and he literally says all of their names. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you saw them run yeah. by you one time? Mm -hmm. And now you know all of their names? They're it's all awful. brown. Yep. They all look the same. Yeah, they're the same horse. Over oh and over again. Jesus. He's got bad horse hands. All of a sudden, this is when the, the title of the movie really comes into play. Oh. oh my god, I hate this scene. <laughs> Tommy rough. runs up to Michael as he's naming the horses because he can sense that Michael is on his side now. And he goes, Michael, where's Tommy boy? And he goes, huh? And he goes, Tommy boy's gonna die. And they run over and Tommy boy, the horse, is stuck in the mud. What? Tommy says, we gotta help him. Horses can die from being too stressed. What? <laughs> is that true? They freaking race them. Well, I mean, yeah, but so can anything, I think. It's because the horse has a panic attack, and then the owner is like, shoot it. <laughs> right. Oh He's too stressed. So they're they're freaking out, and obviously Michael takes anything Tommy says as fact, because he doesn't know about these freaking horses. So they're trying to get him out of the mud, but they also don't want to get hurt, and Tommy says, I'll do it. He's not going to hurt me. And Tommy walks out into the mud, and they have a lasso that Tommy's carrying, and he goes to put it around the horse's neck. But the horse, dramatically, in slow motion, bucks Tommy down. Oh my god. He did hurt And we, me. as we are watching, think it's going to be like, Tommy gets driven to the hospital or something. But it's fine. Everything's fine. It's resolved <laughs> yes. in one second. He just gets back up. Yeah. yeah. No, it's literally that fast. It seemed very dramatic. <laughs> but he gets knocked down in slow-mo. He gets back up. It's fine. He puts the lasso around the horse's neck so that Michael, Mr. Strongman, can pull him out. And <laughs> this is the part where we really get a sense of horse sense. Oh my god. Wow. He's petting the horse, trying to make him feel better. I'm gonna read, I verbatim tried to write down these notes really <laughs> fast because I shit you not, you guys, this section of horse sense lasts probably... 45 seconds. It lasts as long as the movie itself does. Oh my god, no. It's so long. He goes, easy boy, easy. Whoa, son. We're getting through this. Come on. Just a little bit longer. Whoa, boy. Whoa, son. Easy boy. Easy, son. It's okay. I'm not gonna hurt you. We're here to help. It's okay. Stay calm. Just a little bit longer. 
We'll have you out of here. <laughs> There's more. This is me typing at like crazy speed. It lasts for so long. He just keeps going easy. Whoa, Whoa boy. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We're not going to hurt you. And then eventually <laughs> Michael is able to pull him out with his muscles. <laughs> and then he's free and he's fine. <laughs> Maybe instead of petting him for 40 seconds, yeah, yeah. it could have helped him. Yeah. Yep, but the he horse, gets out. Yeah. And the horse just gallops away. It's covered in mud, and it's like, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I didn't die of stress. Darts <laughs> off into the distance to get through this faster, and Michael's like, bye, and literally leaves. And he yep. just goes. Okay. Literally, actually, Tommy is covered in mud. It's yeah. immediately after the scene, and Michael is like, gotta go, bye. Did they, like, debrief? He's like, gonna, no, no, he's gonna miss his flight. His aunt goes, oh. you are so busy in the horse sense, you didn't remember you had a flight to go back to L.A. And he goes, oh, shucks. And that's oh, yes. As he is about to leave in the truck with the aunt, Tommy hands him a whistle feather thing. <laughs> they arrive at the <laughs> racetracks. Gina's there with her daddy. Who bought a racehorse. Oh. Yes. And a horse is, like, dying on the racetrack. And it's like, oh my gosh, wow, I'm at a racetrack and I'm a horse. And then Michael is like, I have horse sense, let me fix it. And, like, Shut let me make this horse up. be okay. It's very fast. It's like, oh no, like, I'm the one who knows how to talk to horses. There are jockeys who have been working their entire <laughs> lives to work with these horses. And yet Michael's like, whoa, oh, Nelly. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> Whoa, Flicka. Easy, easy. Whoa, Whoa, Flicka. And so that's the end of that. The next day, Gina and her limo arrived to pick Michael up to go to Ibiza. (laughs) Which is an entire, like, fabrication that this podcast has made up. That's not where they're going. (laughs) But Gina arrives with her limo, and she's got sunglasses on. And Michael walks out. With his bags still. He's he, ready. He brings his packed bags to go to Europe, and he's holding them, and the driver comes around with his little, like, limo driver hat. <laughs> and he's he, like, reaches for the bags, and Michael goes, hold on. And Gina's like, give him your bags. <laughs> and he goes, I can't. I can't go. And she's like, what? And he's like, he goes, I can't go to Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ibiza and I are not meant to be. And so oh he gosh. he's like, never mind. And she's like, I can't believe you. And she leaves. That's uh, the end of their relationship. <laughs> Three weeks in, they were going so strong. <laughs> <laughs> Michael goes to the bank. He says, I'm going to liquidate my trust fund and assets so I can help. I can buy the ranch back. But yeah. we find out that the dad already offered to do that. But she doesn't want the money because it's a bad investment and she'll never be able to pay them back. The she aunt. She doesn't want yeah. their charity. She, yeah, she has too much pride. Too much yeah. Montana pride. But Michael doesn't quite know this. We see the mom packing everything up, to which I say, hold on a second. This entire movie sure seems a lot like people <laughs> just shifting things a couple feet over. <laughs> and if she's packing up their whole house... And then she has to unpack if they get the ranch and get to stay. This is yet again another instance of them just shifting everything a couple feet over. This is not my observation or intelligence, but if you think back, Kayleen observed, oh, move all this poo ten feet over here. (laughs) Move all these sticks one foot over (laughs) here. A part that we cut out, a man is grabbing things off a truck, putting them in a barn. 
a couple feet over. And now I think you should put all of your belongings over here. <laughs> and yeah. then back over well, here. It doesn't seem like consistent action was a part of this screenplay. No. I think you know, the screenplay was like, like put the Lawrence brothers on screen. Yeah. 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 They like got to set and they were like, Oh, here's all this shit around, like maybe you should just like move it around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll just that's not really the important part of the story. The important part is the relationships. And the horses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the horses. And uh, so this is happening. Michael surprises them by appearing in their house and says, it's time to unpack. The mom fights him on it. Michael says, no, it's not charity. It's an investment. And the mom says, it's a bad investment. And that's the same reason I wouldn't take the money from your dad. And again, refuses the money. Suddenly, Michael is thinking, I know what we should do. We should look back on my college paper that I wrote. The one I got a D on. But the one I got a D on was all about... Land trusts. He calls his dad over the phone and he's like, Dad, turn to page five of my paper. Oh and my also, God. like, a whole lot along the way, Michael has indicated that he is like a photographic memory. And so he's like, Dad, turn this page. No, no, no. Look down a paragraph. What's the next sentence say? Oh, yes. And he finds out all this information about, boom, what land trusts entail. And so, do you guys remember how I said them horses? was wild, and they named a whole bunch of wild horses. Oh my. As it turns out, those wild horses make their property part of a land trust because it is a wild sanctuary where animals are free to live. And so, he runs to the bank to okay. tell them. am I a pretzel right now? Because I just got twisted. Oh my oh goodness. <laughs> So he can't get his car out because everyone's at the aunt's house for the auction and his car's stuck. So he horsey rides all the way to the bank and he says, "Bank man." Michael did. Michael mm-hmm. does. Why? Guess he which says, horsey rides. Black. It might be slingshot. I think it's slingshot. Oh. <laughs> he says, "Bank, we qualify for a land trust. You can't sell those other properties you've taken over because no one will." buy them because everyone's <laughs> poor and they go you're right and he goes them horsies make us qualified for a land trust and they go you're right so he rides back to the auction and he says stop the auction and the mom says you can't just stop my auction <laughs> 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 and he explains to her why they get to keep the land because he got a d in a class in college oh my gosh <laughs> and he says i will stay here to help you guys get back on your feet while the land trust goes through because they no longer own the land the bank does but they get to live there and manage it and get paid to take care of the horses. Hmm. and tommy says hey michael do you want to work on these <laughs> two boards of a treehouse <laughs> that I kicked down. <laughs> and we build them back together. The end! Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. With the treehouse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. That's a very, You say, I, yeah, that, that seems about right, but you know that it's been a long time coming. <laughs> that's a very touching ending for it, I yeah. guess. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, okay, look, it's a Disney movie, what, what am I expecting, I suppose? Like, it's a Disney Channel original Dakota, movie. save that for your rating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you ready? You gotta write it on your phone so we can reveal it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did a drawing, and I'm scared that it's not gonna come across, so I have a separate drawing that shows you the same drawing, but as a clearer writing. Okay, oh my, my drawing doesn't make sense. I'm gonna have to explain it for sure. Okay, okay ready? Three. Two, one. Oh, oh, you have a five. You have a five. You have a 
four. Okay. <laughs> that is that a, is a fucked up four. <laughs> More like a force. Wow, I definitely thought you guys would rate it higher than me. I thought thought about rating it a 5. I thought you guys were going to give it like a 1.5. I'm being generous. I was being generous. I have thoughts on that. Dakota, you did what I did during 12 Monkeys, though, where I, I put... I put five and a half monkeys. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what she did. This right. does not look like a four. So <laughs> no. I was like, that's either a four or a nine, okay, and nine. I can't imagine it's a nine. I really thought it looked like a nine, and I was scared. <laughs> yeah, no. <sighs> Definitely five. You two who have not seen it, go first. I gave it a five, because this is probably not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a good movie. It's not good. I gave it a five to be generous because it is a Disney Channel movie. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm not looking for freaking <laughs> Rain Man here or yeah. anything Have like that. Have you seen Rain Man? No, but I know okay. that's a highly regarded movie. Oh my god! <laughs> I know it's not Shawshank or anything like that. No. Better reason. <laughs> um, um, it's no Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's um, no Mulholland Drive. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and I just think that. This is hard because I gave it five as a negative score, but you guys are lower than that. <laughs> right, no, no, same. I gave it four as a positive. That's kind of the It's not five as a positive, it's five as a negative. That's like, really funny. I just think that there's more, I haven't seen very many DCOMs, but I know that the ones that I have seen have far more substance and dynamic <laughs> than this one, and, and, and I just think that this is pretty thin, even for kids, mm. you know? <laughs> And that, yeah, it seems like the only writing factor is that these Lawrence brothers are in it. Hey. You gave it such a curve then. Yeah. Because I, I really thought Kimmy was going to give it a half. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think it's just unfair for us to give it that Well, it's, yeah. it is under the ruse of it's a decom, which I think yeah. for sure gives it more yeah. points. If well, I'm reading it, okay, if I'm reading it as a movie out of, <laughs> out of all movies, yeah, right. it's like a negative 12. Oh my God. If, if I'm rating it amongst other DCOMs, yeah. I think five is fair. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I think it's just unfair for us to give it anything too low, just because, like, I mean, you guys, like, obviously, like, explaining, I feel like explaining any Disney Channel original movie is going to be like, oh my Christ. Like, oh, of course. Especially yeah. if we're trying to be sparse with the explanation, like, mm-hmm. not give every single little detail. Um, I mean, I feel like it had, like, the one... I'm sure, like, that one scene as, like, an eight-year-old or whatever would make me, like, real sad or whatever, like... The treehouse? Yeah, the one... Yeah. Literally the one scene of substance, it seems like, where, like, they tie anything together. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, like, it's a decom, so it's, like, what what do you expect? But, I mean, yeah, everything, like, was obviously so... I don't even know. Actually, maybe it wasn't predictable. <laughs> actually, nothing was predictable at all. <laughs> actually, everything was so unpredictable that it was, like, upsetting, I think. But I feel like if I were watching it, it would be, it would be more predictable. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, like, just the, the things, like, they tried to do, like, dramatically were just, like, whatever. Like, super, like you said, sparse and, like, pretty thin. It seems just funny enough for me to watch it. It seems like, as a fan, five is usually your guys' like, I'll watch it. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I want to watch it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, but maybe not now. <laughs> like, maybe not after <laughs> I hear you guys say something about, yeah. more about it. Yeah, at this point, like, my interest has peaked just enough to, like, laugh about it. But totally. I, yeah. I'm not going to expect anything. So... Going off of that, it is funny that you said five is a negative score and that Courtney and I agreed that four is a positive score (laughs) because it really feels like, this is what I'm thinking, I guess, in the forefront of my mind, is the last movie I gave, besides Serenity, the last movie that I, okay, Serenity was a fun time. The last movie I felt bored during and I gave a really low score was Children of the Corn. 
because it was so boring. And we just, like, paused it and talked, and it was so dumb. And I love that episode because we just pick fun at it, and yeah. it's such a silly, goofy time. But this couldn't have been boring. No, right? it was not. Yeah. And, and that's I, why... there was Children of Corn for me, though, because oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I remember the margaritas we made during it. Well, exactly. Oh, yeah. But this one was more fun for what it was than Children sure. of the Corn. However... When I think back, even just on the explanation we just gave you of this movie, I have no desire to go watch this again. Uh-huh. Maybe oh. ever. Yeah. The only part, I told Cardi this after we watched it, I said, when I'm feeling sad, I'm going to go watch those 10 seconds of Matthew Lawrence in the airport. And she goes, oh, I thought you were going to say when you're feeling sad, you're going to watch this movie. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because it was funny and it was fun to watch with you. If I watched it by myself, I might have given up. Oh, it's oh, pretty yeah. slow and typical. It, how like long is this one compared to? It's like, short. By the time you realize no horses have shown up, you're almost halfway <laughs> through the movie. <laughs> oh, well, that's sure. So, as we were recording this episode, I just like pulled up my letterbox to be like, "What did I give it?" And I originally apparently gave it a one and a half, which is, <laughs> which is a three out of ten. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, fair. It deserves it. Anyways, uh, yeah. what are you adding to your watch list? <laughs> what do you recommend? Wow. So my adding to my watch list, this is kind of going to seem random, but it was prompted by a podcast I was listening to, is the movie Do the Right Thing. Mm. Oh my god, yay! I've never seen it. I really know nothing about it. I think Spike Lee is cool as hell, and I would like to watch it because I've heard about it for years. So that's on my watch list. What I recommend is the movie Read It and Weep, another DCOM. Nice. Okay. Courtney and I watched this since getting Disney+. Plus. Kimmy was there as well, but she said she'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I recommend this because it is also a wacky, fun, not great movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, it's just a fun time to go, what was that? <laughs> However, I would probably rate this a five or a six, not a four. Okay, for my watch list ad, I'd like to add the true history of the Kelly Gang. What the heck is oh, that? Oh, I know what that is. I don't think it's out yet, but I know that a trailer came out, and it's a um, historical um, fiction movie um, based off of true events, okay. the Kelly Gang. Mm-hmm. It's in the 1870s. Sounds like the Suggins gang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's that. got Thomas Ooh, and hey, trivia name. <laughs> yeah, our trivia name. It's got Thomas and Mackenzie in it, and it's oh. also got Nicholas Holt oh, cool. in it, like and him. also um, George McKay. For my recommendation, I will recommend Hidalgo. I don't remember this movie very well at all. I'm pretty sure that it's like a long-distance horse race in the <laughs> desert Whoa. or something like that. I just know that Viggo Mortensen is the horse whisperer, not only in his characters, but also in his real life. I know that he's notorious for adopting horses from oh. sets. Oh, what? Yeah, what? in the world. Yeah, so if you want to see a proper man handle a horse properly, okay. you're going to watch oh his Dalgo. <laughs> his Dalgo. Oh, wow, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, so my upcoming watch things is Better Call Saul Season 3 and Stranger Things Season 3. Yeah! Oh. Uh, season which will three. be, I'm sure, the most quick thing, the thing that we get to the fastest. We watched season the most one urgent. and two so fast. We did watch them really fast. Also, my recommendation would be uh, The Stranger Than that series. Adding to my watch list, I'm super excited. It comes out next week. Or, by the time this podcast airs, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is called The Plot Against America. It is an HBO series starring 
my doppelganger Zoe Kazan. Oh, cool. <laughs> and it is a historical fiction story. For this week, I recommend the Disney movie, which was released into theaters and apparently did not do very well, but still made like $7 million compared to its budget. <laughs> I don't know what. It was released a long, long time ago. It's called Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. It's mm. maybe one of the only horse movies I actually like. Oh, okay. gosh. About a girl named Sonora who was a horse high diver. What? <laughs> what is that? It was like at the turn of the century, like on like the Coney Island summering, where oh, you would go and you would go to a carnival and you would watch like a gal on a horse, like 50 feet up in the air, and the horse would jump off of a high dive. Oh my God. What? Into a, Water? Into a very, very, very small pool. And it was like, yay! And everyone would be wow. wearing their hats and they what would be the like, heck? how do you do to you too? And it was a movie about a woman who, it's a true story, uh, who in her horse high diving inness became blind. What? What? And then after that, she eventually became a woman who could climb up the 50 feet up the ladder and then the horse was down below and then would come up and the horse would run across the high dive and she would have to sense the horse and jump onto the horse and then the two of them would dive off the high dive together and she was blind. What is this? She, what this movie, movie is, is this? <laughs> I can't believe that this is a good movie. <laughs> this was based on a true story? Yes, that's why heck? it's a good oh, movie. Oh, it's a true story. Okay, well that's pretty nuts then. Wow. wow. Woot! Thanks it's... so much, Dakota. Yeah, Yay, thank you guys for having we me. Had a guest. I'm so happy you guys got your number one fan on the podcast. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I'm so excited. I mean, it only took so long. Oh my goodness. And I'm sure it'll be a long time before you guys have another fan. Hi, on, Jesse so. and Riley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but seriously, thank you guys, and thanks for listening. Yay! First boy and last boy. Probably, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, this um, didn't go so well. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Catch us next week when we wrap up this round. Yeet, yeet.